0: the most anticipated match in the
1: history of professional wrestling
2: and this is the main event of the
3: evening please welcome your host for today
0: jason is here dude i I swear to god i'm not as big an asshole as it sounds (laughs) like. troy is here Hey, I
4: crawl them like I see something, All right.
3: And
4: Taz is, here. I mean Sal is here. We'll look at
3: it this way: it's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab
1: my dick, you grab your dick. You work my arm, I work your arm. Same time, same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my own dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. Well enough is enough, and it's time
2: for
4: the rundown. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the... Oh, oh, sorry, I was recording in Jeff's room. Welcome, everybody, to the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Troy, with me for a super fucking special big-ass episode, episode 400. The man that completes me, Jason, is here.
0: We are going 400 fucking hours to commemorate this 400th episode, or at least we're going to make it fucking feel like you're listening to us for 400 hours.
4: That's right. With us yet again...
0: By the way, why did it sound like you were under Jeff's desk when you did that? Because I was. okay. Sal is here.
1: Eight years ago. Eight fucking years ago, the founder, who shall remain nameless, started this podcast. And here we are tonight, 400 episodes later, celebrating like a motherfucker.
4: And with us, as well, to complete this four-person sausage fest, Ginger's here.
3: What's going on guys? Good to be here. Uh I haven't been here very long, but 400 episodes is a pretty big deal, so let's uh let's let's see what this episode brings.
0: If it's, we make it to 500, I'm doing the show new, just so you know.
3: There we go. I'll do, I'll join you. It's a, in your house.
0: It's it's rather <laughs> it's rather funny that we're celebrating
4: 400 episodes. Um and somehow I'm the longest reigning member of the show.
0: Uh, yeah, but I have the longest penis. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: i think i started around 180 ish somewhere around there i think sal started soon after
1: well i was i was a listener but i remember when you, you used to do the um
0: oh, the was sal wasn't on until after i fixed this computer so i was right before sal oh that's, but that's no i no, no no
1: that's not necessarily true you used to leave voicemails yeah <laughs> that doesn't count yeah. that was tommy Oh, well, that's true. Depends on the week. Um, Although we did,
0: we did, we did blow the spot up about Raccoon Reigns last week, so we should yeah. probably just let everyone know that Sal was his own cousin, Tommy. Right. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> uh, yeah, He's so, beat, right.
4: So I started off um, doing articles for the rundown, um, and also what yes. doing the live shows, uh, commenting on the side, leaving mo- the most offensive things I could come possibly come up with. Wound up taking over for Josh, and then wound up forcing him out, which I'm so proud of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then obviously... It's episode
0: was that again? We got...
4: <laughs> I don't remember off the top of my head. I probably <laughs> should now. Uh, then, of course, uh, Jason joined us about a year and a half, two years ago.
0: Something like that. And then everything got awesome. Yeah.
4: Sal, Sal joined what? shortly after, and then Ginger. Ginger, most recently. Obviously, Jeff as well is still somewhere. We know he's out there. Quit. Adam quit. He, he he was on last week. I can't give him too much shit on that. Uh, so, we're going to go ahead and get right into it because we have... Oh,
0: I'll, hold on. Before, you, one thing you did mention during that was you used to leave comments on the side. Speaking of which, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can look to the right-hand side of your screen. There's a little chat box there. You can throw your thoughts and comments in there. We call it the Smathers Lounge. As always, clothing is optional, but opinions are not... You must, just go in there, tell us what you think, we'll read it on the show, even if it's, I mean, call us assholes, we'll read that on the show too. We don't care, we'll read whatever you put in there. And uh, help us celebrate number 400. That's right.
4: <clears throat> so, let's get into it, because we've got a lot of dicks to talk about. We had round two of our tournament to crown the hottest WWE wrestler, and it was a very fun week. Shall you're up.
1: i <laughs> uh, start that now. So we got Let them go through it. We got a lot of shit to get through in a match.
4: We got a total of 400 votes this week. And here are
0: the results. That's because you keep forgetting to share it every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, was putting, uh, I was putting in work during that women's tournament every day, motherfucker. I, put I was in, on that grind. I put in work four out of the seven days. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's a part-time employee.
4: <laughs> you gotta, you got to get on that grinder. <laughs> I know, right? I've got a lot of work to do to get up to your level. But um, we are on another level because our first matchup was Drew McIntyre versus Eric Young. Jason, who's hotter? Got to be Drew. Ginger. Drew. Sal. Drew. Drew. Would you question Sal? hmm Who would you rather have whisper sweet nothings in your ear? Drew McIntyre or Eric Young?
1: Drew McIntyre. I don't understand how Eric Young even got in the tournament, to be honest.
4: Who would you rather have whisper sweet nothings in your ear? Eric Young or Paul Heyman?
1: I'm a Heyman guy. (laughs)
4: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, with a... Now, this matchup was not the biggest deficit in this in um, this week. But it was up there. So the vote of three hundred and thirty three to sixty seven Drew McIntyre
3: moves on. Yeah, the ladies love Drew. Mm-hmm. It's, the accent.
4: <laughs> Drew. Mean, he's also like a fucking chiseled Adonis too, so
1: Yeah that's true. Yeah that's okay. right. like six foot bringing cut <laughs> yeah. from a stone. And
0: not uh, not to think... not to say that Wait, it, are you I, talking about Drew McIntyre or me? No. <laughs> <laughs> not,
4: not to say that Eric Young is not is not also ripped, but it's it's the voice and the face face as well. Anyways, uh, moving on to Alistair Black versus Elias. This one was a little bit closer. Uh, but before we get into that, Sal, Elias or Alistair Black? Uh, Elias. Ginger.
3: Alistair has a really weird shaped head, so I'm gonna go Elias.
4: Jason
0: i'm gonna say that the ladies went Alistair because he's got the dark tattooed look he looks like a bad boy i'm gonna say the lady i'm gonna say the ladies like Alistair. okay jason
4: better accent drew mcintyre or Alistair black
0: drew mcintyre
4: okay with well, a vote of 218 to 182 elias moves on uh,
0: okay the ladies yeah. want to walk with elias okay it's
4: and then that brings us to our closest matchup this week. Mike Canellis versus Daniel Bryan. Not gonna lie, a little surprised that this was close. Right. Uh, Ginger, who you got? Uh Mike Cannellis.
0: Homer. Uh Jason. <laughs> I mean he looks like an environmental asshole, but you're telling me he's a good dad, so I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I wanna I wanna make that clear. I called you a Homer.
1: <laughs> so, hey, Mike
0: Canales is a good dad too. I'm going
1: with Mike Canales. Have you really seen it?
0: Mike Canales has been a dad for like ten minutes though. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, I mean, come on now. By a vote of two oh. By the way, do you guys know Mike and Maria's contracts are up in three weeks? Really? What is <laughs> two
4: weeks at this point or no? I
0: don't
4: know. <laughs> By a vote of two oh six to one ninety four. He finally won something. Mike Kanellis moves on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hey, on two hundred and five live this week. That's true. He
4: did. <laughs> I had that. I had that joke in my head, and then that happened, and I was like, "Well, what the fuck, man?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> joke anyway.
4: <laughs> our our next matchup: Daddy Dash versus Rusev. Uh, Rusev, by the way, just recently was taken to Twitter, and uh, people were were asking him to please. Like leave WWE and go to AEW, and he responded with "Don't tell me what to do." So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure. can we start sharing the stuff on the Rundown Twitter and tag these wrestlers in it and see if they retweet any. Any of them retweet it?
4: Sure, I can do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I'd just be curious if anybody cares enough about being the hottest dude that they retweet it.
4: You know, I tried it with the um, I tried it with the women on a couple of them and never got any traction at all. I, but I, I'll try it I with think the guys. Some some, I some think of them hot might women.
0: Yeah, I think hot women are less sort of... They apt. know
3: they're hot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think they're less apt yeah, yeah, yeah. to
0: sort of try to rub it in and look like they're being catty oh, or anything. I'll rub it in our eyes. Mm. <laughs> Whereas dudes are like, ah, fucking... <laughs> for me. Yeah.
4: We'll see. You know, uh, Big E's in this tournament, so I think he'd probably be the one that we'd we yeah. likely say something about it. Um, Sal, who you got? Daddy Dash or Rusev?
1: Uh well I I think the ladies' night episode convinced me that Dash is a yeah. yeah. He He's a he's a sex symbol, guys. It's gotta be Dash.
4: Apparently, man. Although uh some of the the comments that we got on the website I made mean, it seem like this was the most difficult one for people to pick. I don't know if it's just because it's too it's too thick bears or what, but you know. Jason. He's out in the cornfields.
0: Um so <laughs>
4: I feel like you, you transcribe the show now and are just, like, searching for
0: You, for you gotta love it, dude, out in the <clears throat> cornfield. So um, I'm just going with Dash. I really hope that Dash is from, like, California or something like that.
3: Uh, <laughs> Ginger. I'd probably go Dash. Because he's stuck up for Brad. Right.
4: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, by a vote of 282 to 118. Diddy eight moves on our next matchup e c three versus Shelton Benjamin now of course uh, everyone knows my wife was very upset with the fact that this guy had a number in his name uh, but but let's see how everyone else voted so ginger e c three or Shelton
3: Shelton I think e c three is just he, he's got a fucked up looking face
4: it's that nose man I yeah. It's just, it's too, it's but, too, like, flat.
0: For the record, I was going to vote for EC3, but then Dean Ambrose got more cheers at a house show, so <laughs> I'm going with Shelton Benjamin. Fair enough, fair enough. Sal. Um,
1: Shelton. EC3's got that fucked up smile. Well, let me tell you
4: something. With a vote of 275 to 125... That fuck-up smile's moving on, baby. EC3 yep. advances.
3: Sorry, coming a mile away.
4: <clears throat> Our next matchup was the second biggest uh, differential. Randy Orton versus Akira Tozawa.
3: Wait, who is it?
4: Russian Spy. Russian Man.
3: Spy. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. That's what I thought. <laughs>
4: uh, Jason, Dick Fingers or Tozawa?
0: Yeah, got it. <laughs> The ladies, I'm guessing the ladies want to collude with Randy Orton, so. (laughs) Ginger.
1: Uh, Orton.
4: Sal.
0: The
1: Viper.
4: Yeah, 337 to 63, 84% of the votes. Randy Orton moves on. Then our next matchup, Mustafa Ali versus Lince Dorado. Now, of course, Hmm. the, the ladies enjoyed Lince despite the fact they couldn't see his face, or maybe... Because of the fact they couldn't see his face, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but let's, let's see how everyone else voted here. Uh, Sal, Ali or Dorado? Uh,
1: I think the mystery wins out here. It's got to be Dorado, right? Ginger, uh,
3: I'd go Ali.
0: <clears throat> Jason, Ali seems like a good dude you could hang out with, so I'd go Ali. All right. Well, they vote of 297 to
4: 103. Mustafa Ali. And our final matchup, and even with
0: that picture of uh, Dorado, huh? I, hey man, I, I I I put
4: his best dick forward, man. There you go. Our fi- our final matchup of the week and the biggest differential: Seth Rollins versus Jack Gallagher.
0: Oh my God, Jesus! Well, Jack Gallagher's got that pussy tickler, so he, yes. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> uh, but Seth Rollins
4: has that dick. Uh, that you, you know Wait, did yeah. you put that picture on there? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I was try, but I did try to find one where Seth Rollins was doing, like, the limbo, because his dick is kind of like a limbo pole, but couldn't find anything. Uh, so, Jason. Uh, Seth Rollins' dick or Jack Gallagher's pussy tickler? Uh,
0: Seth Rollins. Ladies want Seth. J.J.? Rollins. Sale?
1: How is this even a matchup? Rollins... <laughs>
0: out of
4: 354 to 46. <laughs> Seth Rollins moves on.
0: So, that will take us this, then. Jack Gallagher looks like what? Mayonnaise? Is that what Jeff's girlfriend <laughs> <fix that again. laughs> Or string cheese, that's what it was.
1: No, yeah, mozzarella God. cheese. <laughs> that's what it was.
4: Mozzarella cheese, yeah. She called him, I think, a mozzarella <laughs> motherfucker later. Uh, so our matchup, <laughs> Our matchups that you can head on over to RundownWrestling.com right now and vote for. Uh, the first one Ricochet versus Bray Wyatt. Cesaro versus Jeff Hardy.
0: That'd be an interesting
4: one. Matt Hardy versus Umberto Carrillo. Chad Gable versus Sheamus. Sami Zayn versus Curt Hawkins. Buddy Murphy versus Harper. Curtis Axel versus Apollo Crews. And the Miz versus Heath Slater.
0: I'm just glad Buddy Murphy gets mentioned on one wrestling-related show.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah you know, yeah, we try, we try. Uh,
4: so yeah, so let's go ahead. I lost my chat. Where'd my chat go?
0: There's nothing <laughs> going on yet. Okay.
4: Why did I lose my chat?
0: Weird. So far, it's just it's just John and Big Kane confirming that the. Uh, Okay. Chad is on Facebook, so we're good.
4: Well, thanks, John and Big Kane, for joining uh, us this night. It is time to talk about Double or Nothing.
0: Again. Again.
4: <laughs> so we are going to go ahead and do a very truncated run-through of Double or Nothing because <clears throat> if you would like to hear an in-depth conversation about it, check out the Blender this week where two of our, our co-hosts here, Jason and Sal, did an awesome job of reviewing and giving their feelings on double or nothing. Now obviously me and Ginger were not a part of that, so we will give a little bit of of what we you know what we thought of the show. But here is our AEW Double or Nothing recap. We started things off with the buy-in pre-show. Now me, personally, I prefer... You, you guys talked about it on, on the Blender that uh, it was great that they named their show nothing compared to the Mountain Dew Kickstart show, but you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like that. I just like that it fit the theme of Not the no, rest no. of the show.
4: Com- that was complete sarcasm. This was, no, this no, was a I good don't. name. <laughs> uh, so, here's the thing. It is very difficult in 2019 to come up with a new gimmick for mm. a match. The We have seen... A couple of different uh, promotions try to come up with a new gimmick for things and normally they fall fucking flat. like the reverse Battle royale. and I was gonna say like <laughs> DNA. <laughs> uh, so how do you, how do you make a battle royale more interesting? I think they did a phenomenal job of making a Battle royale more interesting. And they did it by doing this. We had five competitors start the match and then we had five more added after three minutes and then five more added after that. Other than Five right of that. And then Lucky Twenty One was your last entrant coming in after everyone else has already been eliminated. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, and of course, whenever this match was going to receive a future shot at the AEW World Championship, where whenever that may be, Bret Hart was very confused as to when it was going to happen. But again, you know, uh, I will. So I, I'm going to go ahead and start by by taking the time. Sal said that we should we should. Give Bret Hart a little bit of of credit because he's a stroke victim. Yeah, the other guy on commentary is a stroke victim and he did acceptable.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say not that much <laughs> not,
4: better. Not great. Not great. <laughs> but acceptable.
0: <laughs> see, I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan of the format of this Battle Royal. Um I I do see the room for improvement. I think some of the issues were production related. Um I think unlike all of the entrants, uh the concept has legs so
4: okay all right so <laughs> <laughs> took a second it took okay. me a second. it did that one did take me a second uh so our entrance in this sunny kiss brandon cutler ace romero uh i don't think his his pectorals counted as a separate competitor but probably should have uh, glacier brian pillman jr sunny days mjf joey janella dustin thomas Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc, Michael Nakazawa, Jungle Boy, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Luchasaurus, Sean Spears, and then our four mystery people, Orange Cassidy, Marco Stunt, Tommy Dreamer, and Adam Page. Uh, now, to me, uh, here, my, my issue that I had with through, throughout the night, and it's not anything to do with AEW, it's, it's completely on me, is that I don't know a lot of the people here, you know? Um, obviously, you know, if they start using these guys on TV, I will get to know them. Um, so it, again, it was a lot of like, there were certain people that I knew that I was like, okay, I know these guys, I'm, I'm rooting for them. You know, there are other guys like I have never fucking seen Dustin Thomas before. So I was like, okay, sure.
0: See, and that and that's where if you were a regular follower of the Double or Nothing, Road to Double or Nothing mm-hmm. series or B and the they, they sort of did a nice job on those shows, of doing promo packages for a lot of these guys to sort of tell you their backstory. Um, Mm -hmm. they did a great moment with, um, God, what's his name? Ah, God, it's blaming I'm blank. Brandon Cutler, um, where he's been doing the video work for the young bucks forever for being the elite. And he was a sort of a struggling independent wrestler and, and they signed him to a contract and he had the moment where he called his wife and told him that, you know, he was now going to be a full-time wrestler. And it's a very emotional, very like relatable, um, so I think that helped a lot sunny days they did a great story on um so they, they did build these guys up a little bit um, but you know if you didn't follow that series and Michael Nakazawa has been a recurring punchline mm-hmm. on being the elite for a long time now so yeah
4: and like I said that that's why I said it's on it's on me I haven't watched being the elite I haven't haven't been following it um once they get to TV you know you're you're going to have a lot of those those people who, have maybe never heard of most of these guys and that's where once they do get the show you know we're, we're going to start seeing some of that the stuff that they've been doing on being elite actually on tv that i think you're going to start seeing a lot of these guys be able to come forward and you know utilize the talent they have
0: yeah it's it's very I... go ahead John on the side said he followed this on Twitter because fifty dollars is steep for one event when he's accustomed to ten dollars a month for pay-per-views, and that's a fair point. The market mm-hmm. has sort of been set, and we'll see if they can sustain this price point over an extended period of time. Uh, but he did say the buzz behind it makes him much more likely that he would opt in for the next one.
4: Yeah, and you know, um, WWE even when they had the network, was they still continue to do pay-per-views for people who don't have the network. You know, yeah. and and that price point is exactly is actually lower than what WWE normally charges for it yeah um but again like you said i mean you know we we could definitely see once they do get on tnt that they might do some kind of streaming you know service Mm -hmm. for the papers like that and and maybe do you know hook up with i know like bleacher report they've been talking about doing some of the streaming stuff like that i don't know if that's something that you have to pay for or how much you have to pay for but that's (laughs) definitely an option as well but right now you know this is this is a special big fucking event and they definitely made it feel like a big event Mm -hmm. um so the other thing too, um go ahead. sorry
0: as, as it relates to this my biggest issue was when the i think it was the second or the first group to come out not the first five but the first group to come out after the initial five um they announced they were coming out and then it's like nobody cued the guys so that they didn't come out and there's a long break in between and all of a sudden they coming out fighting or four of them did and then it's just like oh and sean spears by himself yeah. and it was just it was just very weird and awkward and no music, and then the next group got music, and it was just yeah. again, like I said, I think a lot of the issues I have with this were just production related, and something that they can work out later. Yeah, it, you
4: know, I'm not, I, I'm definitely not going to slam any of the production issues they had because obviously, yes, this is a, a, a huge undertaking for them. Um, this is their first show that they didn't they didn't have like the ROH and New Japan mm-hmm. kind of support behind them, so this was for 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 them the first time they've actually done something big here, um, and some of the production issues that they had happened in WWE, and that company's been around for decades. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's over
1: 50 years. Yeah. It's, years. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, so, the the guys who really got, got kind of a shine, Luchasaurus with four elimin- eliminations, uh, yeah. really was made now, to be a big deal.
0: Now, I, I was curious about this because Sal and I even mentioned it. You were very critical of Luchasaurus when you saw him on <laughs> Ring of Honor in the past. Now, my take was. He's done some tweaks to the character. He looks a lot different, um, and uh, I thought he performed a lot better. And even, uh, obviously, the guys in charge thought they did, too, because they signed him after the event. But, right. um, but yeah, I thought, I thought he looked much more menacing and much more dangerous in this than he did in his ROH run.
4: Yeah, so Luchasaurus is a guy I've known for a while. Um, he is Austin Draven um and in nxt he was draven atkins uh then he was He's Judas. On big judas brother devlin. yes one. yes he was yeah he was all uh, he uh, he then changed into judas devlin when he was uh in in nxt eventually got released uh, wound up on big brother wound up losing that season but uh you know talked a lot on there about wrestling and things like that um really came across showed his personality and stuff like that i i enjoyed him on that but um yeah, so when when I saw him in ROH and, and obviously when I saw him a little bit in Lucha Underground, uh, he was still sort of trying things out with the character, um, and the the people that they were putting him against weren't exactly conducive to his abilities either. So whereas a battle royal sort of plays more to his abilities as you know a, a powerhouse, you know, kind of a kind of a slower moving guy, and and one of the problems in the Indies right now is a powerhouse slower moving guy is not the norm anymore so okay. um unless you're Brian Malonis but yeah so uh, I oh. thought I thought he did a really good job I thought they gave a good shine to him uh, a couple other guys obviously Orange Cassidy never heard of him before never seen him before uh was very interested with, with his little fake chops to you know things like that wound well, up googling some things on him I saw him do an arm drag with his arms in his pockets uh which I thought was really good <laughs> Uh, if you him.
0: go on, uh, if you go on YouTube, Beyond Wrestling has a free match they've posted on YouTube between Orange Cassidy and Smiley Kylie Ray, okay. uh, which was entertaining. Sure. There, go, you check it out. Yeah,
4: um, so I also saw a match between him and um, Christopher Daniels, where Christopher Daniels was doing the oh little, my god, that was amazing, fake slaps back to him and things yeah. like that. And,
0: uh, just... and it was actually entitled Orange Cassidy shoots on Christopher Daniels. Yes, it was. <laughs> like, great. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, something like, like that, the guy
4: instantly, just by doing that little little shtick during the match, got a lot more eyes on him. You know, mm-hmm. he, he definitely utilize the position to game one. But um, the ending of this match, uh, they tried to do the Bailey finish <laughs> a little bit where somebody hides under the ring and comes in. But instead, Paige winds up cutting MJF off i'm not uh i'm not a huge fan of that being the ending i would have liked it more for that not to have happened but yeah. it i get it it's hits his character mjf is kind yeah. of an asshole so yeah
3: um
4: but uh ginger what did you think of the conceito battle royale
3: uh i tuned in about a uh, quarter of the way through um it was it was okay uh definitely liked the concept of it like everybody else um Like you said, though, also, you can't really knock the production. That shit's gonna happen regardless, especially on such a big stage.
0: And your first time out,
3: yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you can't really pick at that, but overall, I liked it. Um... I don't know, Stable Gun to the Nuts to Tommy Dreamer and stuff like that. It, it kept the crowd into it. It was definitely a good start for the show.
0: And I like that, unlike WWE uh, with their pre-show, they put a match that people would be interested in because there were some severe stakes attached mm-hmm. to this match with a shot at the championship. So they gave you right off the bat a match that, that had some importance that wasn't just a, oh, I don't give a shit if I watch that or not.
4: Exactly, yep. Uh, so none of us wound up picking oh no sorry Uh, Uh, Jason Jason wound up picking Hangman Page as the winner of this Uh, sorry you're next line under on on my my screen here (laughs) Um, so so yeah good on on you Jason there Um, so then our other pre-show match was Sammy Guevara against Kip Sabian Um, Kip Sabian winds up going over this was such a crapshoot for us because we're like any of us are really familiar with, with either guy, or, or uh, both I've guys, seen I should say.
0: Sammy Guevara, <clears throat> yeah. quite a bit, but um, but Kip Sabian, uh, not as familiar. Um, yeah. I will say to, to me, one of those is the spot of this match for sure. Uh, Sammy Guevara with the um, uh,
2: shooting, shooting star press
0: star. Yep. onto the ringside barricade. <laughs> Yeah. So you Dangerous. Guys,
4: so you guys, <laughs> you know you guys kind of talked about it uh, on the show about some of the spots that were, were very close to the crowd or in, in Jericho's case involved the crowd.
1: Yeah.
4: Um. And, and it, it does make me very curious on once October rolls around if we see them not do that anymore um, because of the the fact you know being on live TV and stuff like that
0: makes it a little um, bit more
4: difficult or or what do you what do you think on that
0: if you listen to cody's presser afterwards um he made reference to the fact that you know there are going to be things that they save like the blood and whatever that that they're going to save for the pay-per-views it's not going to be something on tv it's going to be something special for the big events um so it's probably something along those lines
4: okay all right it just it just worries me a little bit you know um just because of the fact that a lot a lot can go wrong there you know we've seen it even in WWE when guys go through the crowd and stuff like that yeah. i mean CM Punk punched a motherfucker the wrong motherfucker yeah. uh but still punched a motherfucker so
3: but i i think they they'll keep it to specific people like the shooting style one i think they'll only have uh, who, who was it? Uh, Sam that did it? Yeah. So th- kind of like but the RVD situation where he did it with the spinning leg drop.
0: Yeah, but that was the guy who was draped across the barricade. It wasn't like the fans were ever in any danger. Like the Jericho and oh, yeah Omega no, no. They, were, they were never
3: in danger, but.
0: Omega almost wiped out the front row when, on that spot later on, so that was a little bit different.
1: You know what, though? I- I'm thinking that um, it's not any different than what we typically get at Full sale. I mean, I've seen people hit the hit, you know, go through the crowd at full sail, or if they do like the the brawls of the undisputed, that they get really close to the fans, and I don't think it's egregious. I, and I, I like, Cody said, you know, they'll keep certain things for pay per view and certain things they'll do on TNT, but. Well-
3: you're not, not going to see it every show, regardless, even right. if they were because you got to keep some shit special, and I'm sure that's basically what Cody was saying, but, you know, who knows?
1: We'll see. We'll see. So yeah. one thing about Sammy and Kip that I, I kind of didn't mention on the Blender. Um, so, in the past few years, um, I've gone to local shows a lot more, and, and there was a bunch of times where, like, I don't know who's performing, so I kind of go into it with well, show me something. You know what I mean? And that that's how I felt about this match. Because even though I was a little bit familiar with Sammy Guevara, I wasn't familiar with Kip Sabian at all. And I thought these two guys did show me something. I thought they did great. And I'm actually was kind of surprised Kip Sabian went over.
4: That brings us to the main show, where SoCal Uncensored, which would be Daniels, Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky, took on Strong Hearts. Shima? Shima, yep. Shima, Shima. Shima Thawk and L. Lindemann. Dude, don't even get me started. Uh, <laughs> so obviously I'm I'm familiar with SoCal Uncensored um, from their ROH days. Not so much familiar at all with Stronghearts. Um other than um, I've I've seen some of their moves, you know, that they've done things like because obviously they're they're high flyers and I see a lot of, you know, clips and stuff like that from different things. Um but uh, this, I thought, was a, a great match to start the main show off of because, you know, you're, you're cashing in on that crowd knowing SoCal Uncensored and you're cashing, mm-hmm. you're cashing in on the fact that these six guys are going to burn it down. And they did, you know. I mean, fucking 46-year-old Christopher Daniels. And yeah. Like,
1: yeah, you'd never fucking know what he wrestles like he did 10 years ago, huh? Right?
4: And Kazarian, I think, is over 40 as well. Yep. and it's just fucking crazy that you know, and Dan, you know, we, we talk a lot about A. G. styles being able to do a lot of things, you know, at the age of 40, but he changed up his style a lot from when he was younger. Daniels has
1: always done this. And like, <laughs> I was going to say, Daniels did the exact <laughs> same fucking shit he did in TNA yeah. in 2005.
4: and that's what's crazy about it, is like, he still manages to do these big fucking moves, these just big strong moves, and it's like you know, he's a guy that's obviously very successful throughout his entire career but you know maybe maybe a little underrated uh in in terms of of his ability and in terms of just his booking as well because he's always that guy who's sort of like around the main event but not like the main event
0: if only he had been the higher power i know
4: yep that that always i think is is kind of an interesting thing like what if they would have brought christopher daniels in as you know would would we have would we have seen him you know become something WWE? who
0: knows i thought scorpio sky oh, no. really made it great for probably yeah. the guy in terms of socal and sensors that's the least known no. nationally mm-hmm. um but i think he, he's done a lot over the last couple months in the ring of honor and, and now here to really showcase himself and make people stand up and take notice of him yeah
4: scorpio is that that guy that like uh, if, if you took daniel's and kazarian away you know he'd be impressive but like you put daniel's and kazarian with him and like he's a, a little bit in their shadow just because of the of, of uh, how good they are and, and obviously the but, the longevity on them as well but yeah i mean he
0: like he, if, he if takes you, all you need to know about how over these guys are is that they start the show by telling you what a shithole you live in yep. and you still cheer for them it's cheer <laughs> everything else yep. I mean, these,
4: these are the guys who who walk around in gear saying this is the worst town we've ever been in, and, like, the, but, <laughs> and people buy can, can, can we applaud for over. a second, <laughs> Christopher
0: Daniels' notion, like this is the worst, this is our favorite worst <laughs> town? <laughs> uh,
1: oh my gosh! You know, it's it's
4: that it's that sort of character work where these guys just just live their character, and they and they know you know what their character are and and what they can do and what they can't do, and. Yeah, I mean, strong hearts obviously like they don't they're, they're great. They're they're really good workers, but they they don't have that sort of you know charisma that SoCal and Sensor has. As a I
0: disagree. Like I said in the blender, I thought Chima was a star here. I okay. thought Chima made a great okay. accounting for himself. You know, yeah, I can
4: see that. But the other two, I mean, I it's it's six really talented guys. So obviously you're going to have some guys that are going to have to take a little bit of a backseat. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Went... L. Linderman needs some knee pads, though. <laughs> it's, it does. It does look fucking weird. <laughs> I told As you. On I, him, I don't know. He's I don't one know of those it...
1: guys that does make it look weird. Like, I don't think uh, Tyler Bate looks weird, but...
0: It does a little bit.
1: Yeah, you
4: know, Tyler Bate looks a little weird, dude. You but L. Linderman like, looks weird. Dude, I, I'm i a big fan of Cesaro, but when he had those little, like, leg straps instead of knee pads, yeah, it looked weird. Weird. fucking
0: weird, dude. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I don't...
4: <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know if it's just because of the fact that, like, it's what I'm used It looks used like to underwear. Seeing. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's... I don't know if it's just because it's used to what I'm seeing on, on wrestlers or not, but it just... It doesn't... It doesn't work for me. You
3: know?
4: Yep. I so, uh, Ginger, anything to say
3: on the tag match here? No, uh, good opener. You know, it got the crowd going, and like you... Back to your point, it was people that... They started the show with people that you knew, so... Mm-hmm. And kudos to them.
4: Right now, uh, so that took us to our uh, first of two yeah. women's matches on the show. Uh, Doctor Britt Baker, Kylie Rae, and Nyla Rose. Uh, before the match started, though, uh, Eden Styles comes out and <laughs> it seems like she's <laughs> going to join in on the fun. Uh, you know, this—I don't know. You know, you guys—you guys mentioned it on the blender. You know, it was—was was it maybe a little bit of a shot at Stephanie? With the fact that, like, it's something that people always talk about. Stephanie has to insert herself in all women's stuff and things like that. You know, was it maybe
0: a little veiled shot at them to be like, here's, oh, here it goes. Here's the fucking, you know, the woman boss. She's been sort of positioned as the head of the women's division on the Being the Elite show. Mm -hmm. So it it does, it, it did play into that. Um, I definitely got a very Stephanie vibe from Brandy on this show. Like I I mentioned on the Blender, it was sort of weird. All the rest of the Elite guys were sort of playing face, and Brandy seemed to be playing heel and seemed to be the only one playing heel, um, which was a little weird, uh, especially later on when she sort of heals in the middle of Cody's match, where Cody's been so over as a face. Um, But, yeah, no, all things considered, I thought this was a a good introduction for some of these women.
4: Yeah, Um, Yeah, so... um,
0: to, to continue, uh, instead of announcing
4: Brandi Rhodes as, as the fourth member of this, she brings out Awesome Kong. Now, this was Kong's
0: return oh, to us. Eden Styles brought out Awesome Kong!
4: So, um... <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> so, you know, on on paper... If you know when we when we looked at this match at first, you know, you've got Britt Baker, who's sort of the 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 who was who was the favorite to win this match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I chose Kylie Ray because I thought, well, you know, they'd go with a little bit of the underdog story. You know,
0: Wait a second, uh, how did Ginger pick Awesome Kong when she wasn't even announced for the match? Oh. <laughs> That's a good question. Why is there a G there
4: <laughs> Doesn't matter anyways. But apparently. Uh, so when, when I took a look at this, I was like, well, it's either going to be Britt Baker or Kyler Payne. If, if Britt Baker wins, you're sort of like, okay, I expected that. you know. If Kylie wins, you're like, okay, underdog story. If Nyla wins, you'd be like, holy shit, I can't believe they had Nyla win. When they brought out Awesome Kong, it shifted that dynamic where suddenly mm-hmm. you're like, this is Awesome Kong's match to lose, and now Britt Baker has to overcome somebody who by all accounts is like the bigger star, the bigger name, but also just a tough, tough woman, you know. So they they up taking a match that for all accounts was like, Yeah, Brit Baker will win it to being like, Oh, like maybe she won't win it now. And that's <laughs> that's a good that's a good booking way of doing it, you know? Um, so even though, you know, she so Brit Baker does good. win,
0: but so so it was good booking it, it helped booking wise it helped Britt Baker but I think it hurt Nyla Rose like I said on the blender
4: yeah yeah I'm I'm with you on that too um I thought if you would have you know if you would have had you know like I would be Ford or somebody else like that in there then then you're not then you can kind of say it but yeah like you've got Nyla Rose who was supposed to be the big like the, 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 the big bruiser of this yeah. she's she's essentially the Nia Jax of of the women's division something that and then you bring in like a stronger woman. Than right. Her. You're just like, oh, okay. Well, like, unless they eventually team up, right. You and know. I
0: would have instantly been there if it was Penelope Ford because I didn't get nearly enough Penelope Ford on this show for my liking. Right. Sure. We
4: well, tell you, we didn't get any on the show proper. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, um, I suppose this is a good point. This is a good point in the show to reference the fact that apparently after while this match was going on, there was a guy in the audience. Apparently being very transphobic and taking some shots at Nyla Rose, uh, proceeded to do so on Twitter as well, uh, and then sort of glorified what his actions on Twitter talking about. Oh, mocking the guy next to him and told him to stop being an asshole. Call him um, a yeah. um, nerd. Yeah, <laughs> nerd. And the end result of this was that the Bucks caught wind of it and basically banned the guy from all fucking future AEW events. And good on fucking yeah. them.
4: So of yeah, course, of absolutely. course, the guy, the guy was sitting there going, "I thought AEW was for everybody." No, AEW is for everybody that aren't assholes. Like, <laughs> like, like a, when when they say things like that, like like the the whole like Baller Club for every, uh, is, is for everyone stuff that. They don't mean that. Like, AEW is for KKK members. They mean like it's for people with autism. It's for it's for you know people that are transgender, it, people that are non-binary, so, things like that. You know, it's it's
0: it, it's it's the 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 best equivalent is like when people get upset like that the black lives matter and are like, well, what about white lives? Like, those lives already matter. They're, yeah. they're not handled with the <laughs> yep. same right. level of d- just sort of throwing away. That's the fucking point. Like, right. yes, it's already for the straight white dudes. We know that. Like, right. this, yeah. this is their way of saying we're including all these other groups who for years haven't been included in this process.
4: Yeah, I think, I think that's the biggest um, egotistical thing that that should get from, from lot people is sitting there. Well, what have, what about me? Like, well, you're not, What about you're, not, you're not disenfranchised. <laughs> like right. you already have everything handed to you. These people need somebody to
0: come. You are the majority. You. Yeah. Like,
4: yeah. yeah. Like, um, you know, I, uh, we were talking about in the host thread, you know, one of the things that, uh, that a, that AW and, and the Bucks and Cody did for this was they made it, you know, uh, all-inclusive event and one of the things they did was you know people that have autism sometimes are not able to go to these shows um and are not because of you know the the condition that they have and because of the fact that the noise and being around so many people and things like that can can really just ruin their time you know so they turned around and they had these bags that normally run 25 bucks and they were handing them up for free you know to anyone yeah. who was who was autistic and and they came with like fidget toys they came with headphones so that you know noise canceling headphones stuff like that they had a nice fucking aw bag which i'd fucking want <laughs> um, and then they also and then they also had special rooms that uh if if shit was even with all that shit was going you know wrong for them they were able to go to those rooms watch it on tv sit in a being bag chair and you know and, and get some time to collect themselves go
0: ahead so so they, they have partnered with a group to that end uh and they're promise to this point at least has been that they're going to have those rooms at every event they do. Um, and to give credit where it's due, this was apparently one of Brandy Rhodes's causes that she really pushed for as part of this. So, uh, just to make sure she gets appropriate credit for that.
4: Yeah, uh, very much so. And um, the name mm-hmm. is... one second. Um, Culture City with a K. Um, yes, so, yes. if you... you can go to culturecity.org like I said, with a K, uh, to learn more about that. And like I said, so the sensory inclusive bag, like I said, normally runs twenty five bucks. Um, they also did training for all of the staff on on hand there. Uh, and they had, one of the things with the bags is they handed out these lanyards, so that way this, the the staff could see, okay, this is somebody that you know that that needs special attention because they you know they've got the lanyard, they you know they have autism. They had little cards, you know, to kind of say. So, like, if if there was an issue, you know, they can call over one of the guys and point to the card and the person be like, "Okay, I understand. Let's get you over to that room and let's, you know, let's let's get you out of the situation and make sure that you have a good time. Yeah. And that's fucking great. So, you know, anyone who's anyone who's looking uh, to be more supportive um, for autism awareness and things like that, definitely check out Culture City. Definitely, you know, um, they they are a group that continues to do do a lot of good things and partnering with AEW is, is great as well.
0: God. What they did not do is use this as a cause to, oh hey, if you buy some more of our T-shirts, we'll send a small donation yeah. to this cancer-causing cure, this cancer foundation.
4: And you know, they they didn't talk about it on the
0: show.
1: I was gonna say, you know what else they didn't do? They didn't they didn't you know toot their own horn for okay. half an hour. They, the, yep. the Show about it.
0: Like. No, I mean, to be fair, they did do it at. Uh, leading into it, but it, it was yeah more on the, on it was on the just to bring awareness to yeah, it on was, yeah, yeah
1: exactly yeah, it, it, it wasn't, wasn't like look at us like right. there's a they, difference they
4: they weren't they weren't breaking around jerking themselves off just put it that way like they right. they, were, they were definitely saying they weren't like,
0: they weren't bringing all the autistic people into the ring with like uh, to uh, presenting uh, the yeah.
4: championship belts <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a parade uh, it was it wasn't a complete segment over that no it was it was here we, we we need to get this out so we can let people know hey you can be included in this event. Right. You know, and then we're just we're not going to bring attention to you because that's very detrimental to people that do have autism. Like they don't want a fucking spotlight shined on them. They don't. They don't want to be trained into the ring. That'll really not be fucking good. Um. So yeah. So um. Again, AW continue. It's it's one thing to say things like you know we're going to change the world. We're gonna we're gonna change the wrestling world and stuff like that. That could easily just be a company to take on it's another thing to actually do things like this and show you put your money where your mouth is and actually show yep. that we are doing the things that we're saying we're doing we're do we're 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 trying all of these different things we're trying to be as inclusive as possible and Shit. you know we're we're not we're not pat ourselves in the back for it we're just doing it
0: so between that the um, banning of the transphobic individual and the fact that some people mentioned to uh, Matt Jackson that they had created some gifts uh, that were removed by copyright and they said no no, no fuck that yeah. we're fixing that and allowed and changed it and allowed people to put up the gifts of the show. It feels like where where WWE continuously fails on every level of public relations and PR and interaction with fans and taking care of the the public. AEW is off to a fantastic start in that regard. So
4: right you know and it's it's one of those things where. There's no harm in it, you know. Oh, right. It's it. I I completely understand if somebody's trying to sell like bootleg AEW shirts to someone. they just trying to make a buck off people.
0: Yeah, it's go true. after them.
4: Yeah. But someone like, sharing a fucking gift to Twitter, like they're not.
0: That's exposure it. for your product.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Because people, because you know what? When half the time when you see those kind of things, what are what are one of the comments that are always on it? What's that? Where can I find more about that? And yeah. it spirals from there, and you start getting a whole whole new fucking fan base out of it. Yep. Well, let's keep going here. Uh, the best friends, Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor, took on Angelico and Jack Evans. Jack Evans is another one of those guys who's been around for a long fucking time. Um,
3: that's
4: true. And he's, yeah, and he's good. Jack but... Evans
0: Go ahead. Jack Evans has never succeeded to the level Jack Evans should have, but yeah. that's mostly because of Jack, Jack Evans, Evans. himself. <laughs> <Yep, so.
4: Yeah. laughs> Jack Evans was a guy that uh, you know, Daniel Bryan toted him very high. You know, and Dana Bryan talked about him, you know, in his book and things like that too, about like him trying to get Jack Evans, you know, into the WWE and stuff like that,
0: and it just never just stop being out. an asshole. Yeah, and, exactly. I was um, say, Cole Cabana said the same thing. Yeah,
4: and and that's the thing is, yeah, Jack Evans <clears> has <throat> all the makings of somebody who could be a big deal, and through his own actions has just kind of shot himself on the foot. But um, obviously Trent Beretta is a guy who's been around for for a while um very tag team guy but also a good singles guy too did a little bit of a
0: singles run and then he's right back into a tag team now so uh, he's another guy who has a lot of animosity towards wwe as well yes and
4: then chuck taylor of course um one of the most successful comedy wrestlers that i think has ever been Uh, but actually funny comedy wrestlers um you know i mean like you you know when you get into his matches you know it's gonna be silly. I mean this is a guy who used to throw invisible grenades into the middle of the <laughs> room and blow the rest of the people up. <laughs> you know, it's shit like that. You know, but uh, in terms of the match, I liked it. I only knew half of these guys. You know, oh I had three fourths of it. I'm not really familiar with Um uh, but he did good. I I enjoyed him. Yeah. Um, nothing really kind of stood out to me though. So it was. It was. A uh, to me, this
0: was the best I've seen. Best friends look. Okay. Um, I saw them in Ring of Honor quite a bit. They, they, to me, this this was their best performance. Fair enough, Ginger.
4: Uh I didn't see this match. Fair
0: enough, Sal.
4: did you have anything to say before we move on to the next match?
1: They could use some different gear. And gear was a little bit offensive on the neon side. Oh man. And, and Helico and uh, Jack Evans.
4: It was it was a weird gear. It stood out though. You know, you're talking about it. It is. It true. Did, it did stand out. And then was it the was it the Bucks and Bros had almost identical gear. In their yeah, box? that was a. I mean, obviously you can tell the difference, but still, like I mean, two of them wear masks, two of them don't. But on first <laughs> glance, you're just like, are, are they all but, a team?
0: <laughs> so this this was where to me the post match here was where we had our first real faux pas by the AEW yes. guys because. We had the debut of Super Smash Bros, but they never identified them. Right. And I think the way they brought them in by having the lights go out... That has set such a standard in wrestling that you do the lights out, that it's a huge surprise and a huge star. And these guys, as good as they are, are not well-known enough for that type of build-up, and it turned the crowd on them right off the bat, including the Who Are You chant.
4: Well, not only that, but... um, like they've changed their names over time too right because didn't, uh, they, didn't they used to be player one player two then player uno player dos
1: yes yeah, that's right that's right have, oh okay as soon as you said that all of a sudden i remembered that they yeah. used to be called that
4: yeah so, so it was kind of like all right
0: well what do you call this time <laughs> you know and then I mean they've been Super Smash Bros. now for quite a while,
4: right? Right. But that, I meant the actual guys' names, you know. So when, uh. so when they say the actual guys' names, you're just like, okay. But they didn't.
0: Yeah, exactly. If
4: if they would have said like the names, I would have been mm-hmm. like, is that what they're calling them now? But yeah, if you're going to do something like this, you gotta have it planned out a little bit better than that. You gotta ha- if you're not gonna <laughs> like, call them Super Smash Brothers and call them something different, and if you're going to have them attack, you've got a screen over there, throw their fucking names up on it.
0: Like you of know. the two surprise entrances, they almost should have flipped. Like the lights out should have been yeah. the guy at the end. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Yes. You know, it's funny because at all in when they did the lights out and the lights came back on, it was the reveal of Jericho. Right. right. He was under the he was under the hood, and <laughs> the lights came back on for the Super Smash Brothers, and everybody in the arena went, huh? Yeah. the fuck is that? Including thing. the
0: announcers, which was <laughs> the including worst the part
4: announcers. Of it.
1: Yeah, yeah,
4: that it, it definitely wasn't a great debut for him, and obviously, you know, AEW is trying to put an emphasis on tag team wrestling.
3: Uh-huh. Um,
4: so to to kind of uh, you know to kind of Dustin Thomas your your tag team guys here, uh, it's you know it's it's kind of a, kind of a bummer, but we'll see going forward what happens there. Uh, plenty of more time. Uh, so then uh, we got to a match that now look, I loves me some Asians. But this this match didn't need to be on the card. No, not at all. Uh, Ajakang, Yuka Sakazaki, Emi Sakura <clears throat> took on Hiroki, or Hikaru, Shida, Riho, and Ryo Mizunami. Uh, and that second team won. I'm not going to say their names again because I'm sorry. <laughs> I butchered them. Uh, it was just okay. You know, it wasn't bad. I'm not going to say it was it bad It was just there. there.
1: It was no, to be honest, it was probably better wrestling than some of the shit we get from the women on SmackDown. Yeah. Just but, saying. But, it,
4: but the, the biggest thing is, is like, even your diehard indie fans don't know these ladies. Right. You know? I mean, maybe some of them know Aja Kong. Yeah. But most of these other ones, like, no. You know? Right. And and it just... It, it, None of them I thought got to really shine either because it's a six person match, so you're not you know giving any of them really their that time on like one on one time, really and like I said, I mean and plus like it really felt like the cooldown match that it was, you know yeah and because we, we knew what was exactly what right. it was, yeah, yeah, so like I said, I mean with with how I mean the show wasn't incredibly long. But for sure, like, you could have cut this. There was maybe too many matches in it.
1: My, my only, you know, thing I'll say about that is that you're a new company. This is your first show. You're going to debut new personalities. This may not have been the spot. And maybe we'll see more from these girls going forward um, or when they get TV. But uh, that I could think that's it. They were just trying some things, you know. Yeah. I just think that the
4: placement could have been a little bit better. You know, you're best friends and a, in a and you know that match probably could have gone on before Cody and, and built up the crowd a little bit more for the Cody. And, right. And they, whereas this match was definitely kind of a piss break match. Sorry, girls. Mm.
0: Well, that's that's actually a better placement then because you got what you thought clearly was going to be a hot spot with the Super Smash Bros. And then you go immediately into another hot match with Cody. You put something in between to cool it down. All
4: right, Ginger, do you have anything to say about this one?
3: Or did you didn't see it? All right. <laughs>
4: Uh, so that took us to the American Nightmare Cody versus the Natural Dustin Rhodes.
0: Um, just for the record, Dustin Rhodes.
1: I know. <laughs> I just, Wait, I just. Was you gonna... went at me pretty hard last week on that one. So That's because... you said that on the billing, it said Cody versus yeah. Dustin. Said and Cody I said on Dustin.
4: the show they had said Dustin Rhodes. Well, I know on the show they said it, but you didn't know that at the time. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, on the being the elite, they, no, they no. could say
0: whatever they want on that. I said that's how they would build the match on Road to Double or Nothing. Right. Which they can say whatever they want on that.
4: I, okay. I I was convinced that they couldn't say roads
0: And I told you, he has the copyright. He can use it.
4: Yeah, I was wrong. You bought it. <laughs> okay. That's wrong. That's why I just named him Dustin Rose when I just said okay. it. Because I, I know I was right. wrong. All i was I, saying was that that was what, I, what was presented to me, was Cody versus Dustin. And I thought that that was very odd. But, then again, we've got two Vikings with only first names. so oh, <laughs> uh, We do? I haven't seen those guys. In no, we had months,
1: two Vikings, so. but more on that later. <laughs> Maybe, we'll
4: see how long this takes. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys said everything that needed to be said about Cody's entrance. Um, I thought that, to me, this was Cody's only up in terms of uh, the publicity as well as like the interviews and stuff like that was him not owning it you know, and him just being no no it it wasn't it had his fucking logo on the back of it all right man like yeah. you can't you can't just own it just be like yeah we're we're showing that we're breaking down the fucking barriers so one of those barriers is is triple h so well I was sending a message to him, you know just say that don't or or don't do it I I would rather. Rather. I'd rather that they wouldn't have done See, it. You know.
0: Uh, yeah. Because to me, what this said is that that Triple H and WWE have um, full control of space and property inside of the, AEW's head.
4: Yeah. Well, not to mention the fact too that like I thought
0: that Vince was the enemy, not Triple H. I thought. No. That... And and Cody, like I said on the show, has zero fucking reason to be yeah. upset with WWE. Right.
4: Yeah, because, as you said, he was granted his release, whereas a lot of other people haven't been, you know? Right. And and they released his wife so that she could move on with right. him. And, you know, they they turned around, he, he wanted some time off, and they gave him time off, which they typically don't do, you know? Right. They they wrote him off, and then they brought him back and put him in a hot angle,
0: you know? so And when he was a free agent last year, they threw a bunch of money at him.
1: Exactly. like Like I said on the Blender, to me this was placating to your audience. This was this was that
3: oh, this is going to
1: be all hot on Twitter moment, you know what I mean? And people are going to go crazy about this. I really don't think Cody fucking hates Triple H. I don't think he hates him at all. I think he just did this as a marketing ploy. But, Probably.
4: I, but I feel like, I mean, if, if that's the case, if, if you're placating your audience, have someone else do it. You've, yeah. got, you've got a couple other guys that could have been fine. I mean, you could have had Dustin do it, because he's got some legit beef, even though he's hasn't done anything like that. You could have Jericho do it, but we know Jericho would fucking love to do that shit. So, I was gonna so. say Jericho
1: probably would have ate that shit up. Yeah. But I'm playing a heel but Jericho's baby. a heel, yeah. He's for his character. yeah. But whatever. I mean, Cody's a tweeter, uh, look. So. Everybody used to talk to when um when Bishop would so, call out Vince McMahon on Nitro. You know what I mean? Like, Oh my god, Ooh, he just said Vince's name. Like it it creates something, you know, it creates a buzz. It's yeah. almost
0: like if someone were to say AEW on WWE Raw. Um,
3: <laughs> so everybody keeps talking about the chair. Look at the weapon he used to do it with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> another thing too. Like It's like that's that's him, like, you think of Sledgehammer in wrestling, you think of Triple H. Right. And just that's one thing that everybody keeps forgetting to discuss in this, They're saying it's not a cheap shot. Oh, it's a shot at them. Yeah, It's like, use this weapon, that was his symbol, it, that was, like, I just oh, saw a clip on the, was, was 100% I literally just H. saw a clip on the network of Triple H sitting in that chair, that is the exact chair. Yeah, the
4: only, the only thing that, that would have made it worse is if he
3: crouch
1: chopped it.
4: I mean...
3: <laughs> I'm surprised he <laughs> didn't. I know, right?
1: And, <laughs> probably... At that point, you're gonna go
4: that far. Yeah, I'm surprised. But,
1: but like I said,
3: but just fucking own it.
4: Yeah, just just own it. Why pussyfoot around it? Because that that makes you that makes you look a little bad.
3: Whereas it's just like you're <laughs> not
4: you're not gonna own the fact that she fucking took a shot at him. Like you're the little company that could. And honestly, like I said, if you if you're in a position like AEW is, I don't think you need to do that kind of shit.
3: No, absolutely I think, not. I
0: think you let WWE be that no. petty
3: and do those
4: kinds of things. No, that's. That...
0: That's not true because that's when you're number two, you need to establish yourself as on par with number one. Um, where number one then went and went at them a little bit on Monday, that was the, the surprising part because that's been Vince's rally. He didn't want to mention WCW until they were way ahead of him in the ratings. I was going to say if you're the number two company, you absolutely take your shots and establish yourself as being on par with number one.
4: Yeah, but WB didn't even go at
0: them. They they
4: said no, they which said was the weird. Day. They just like, said all. the word. Yeah. why said would you words. say them in your TV though? Yeah. I don't get
1: that. But so. no, yeah, to, to what Jason just said. That's why I, I brought up Bischoff and WCW because that was their shtick when when the NWO was running hot. Let let's bring up the WWF. But you know what? It got a lot of buzz. It worked. Yeah, yeah, but then it
0: backfired on WCW hard. Well,
1: eventually, <laughs> yes.
4: Plus, well, because
0: they kept doing it when they were number one right. too
4: right and, that, and right. there needs
0: to be that turning
4: point eventually of like yeah now you don't need to do it and you know kudos to the they really never did much of that you know they had a, a little bit of it when they you know with dx when they started doing this stuff but it was specifically just like dx that were doing it you know and that's and triple h they asked him about you know the shots over that and he has said yeah it, it's expected of dx to do to do shit like that to to yeah. mention it you know the piss hat little company and stuff of like that so but in terms of other things like he's triple h is saying the right stuff where he's just like i'm just focused on making shit take over great you know um so yeah the so it
0: won't let me make the main product main exactly product. yep <laughs>
4: uh so yeah cody like you could have done a lot of it you could have fucking grabbed a mallet and squashed some grapefruits. all right because people would have understood that. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Big of go after, go after the purple person that deserves to to have good, you know, to have. Yeah. Good. But again, Triple H saw that Vince McMahon would not have seen that. So that's true. Uh, but the uh, the match itself, you guys said a lot about it. didn't
1: him. see it. Uh, <laughs> you didn't see it. Now, see I would have No, I haven't seen uh,
3: it
1: yet. Would have been interesting opinion on it. I'm,
3: I'm, I only I'm... saw te- technically four sh- matches on this card. Have you
4: seen okay. any of the remaining matches that we're going to talk
3: about? Yes, oh, I match. saw the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. Even though he hates okay. the box, he saw the box. Fair enough. Uh, so <laughs> For a we'll, we'll, get,
4: we'll, get, there. we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Um, so I'm a little bit of two minds in terms of the blood. Okay.
0: Um, I'm not. I think I said that myself on the blender. <sighs> yeah.
4: While I and do I... think I do think that it can add a storyline, to me hard way is always going to tell a better story than a guy blading. And I don't it, it's twenty nineteen, I would rather not see Guy's Blade anymore.
1: Yeah, um, but I don't think it's safe for a guy to do a hard way either. If he's gonna bleed at Well least no, what
4: saying. I'm what I'm saying Wait. is like I'm not saying purposely hard yeah, I... way. I'm saying okay. that like if it happens, yeah. it winds up in improving <clears throat> the match. But this here where you've got Dustin Gashing his fucking forehead open, like. <laughs> so
0: yeah, but but what's worse, that where he controls it himself and he can do it. Did he control or,
3: that? That was <laughs> almost any level really of bleeding. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one.
0: Or well, he was he was walking around fine after the show. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he, he actually put a picture but, up on Twitter like I'm fine, I'm good. Like, uh,
0: but. Again, and Ginger, you know this, you, you take the aspirin, you thin out the blood, it, it looks a lot worse than it actually is.
3: Yes, but uh, from the pictures that I saw, he, that fucking ring was covered and his face and body was covered, yeah, oh, along I, with Cody's body was
4: covered. Yeah. Like I said, um, I just, I, to me, but, I, I don't like the practice of bleeding.
0: But to me, I would rather do that where the guy has control of his own situation than a spot like... Brock Lesnar did with Randy Orton, where he just elbows him to hard way. Oh him. fuck,
1: yeah, absolutely.
4: And,
0: like to me, this is the better of the two options. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's it's sort of a lesser of two evils kind of argument, you know?
4: Yeah. Or it's like I'd rather I'd rather neither happens, just because the fact that I'd, rather, that I'd rather I'd rather the storyline happen in the ring than you know sure. just to get just to get an image of a guy
0: fucking bleeding. Sure, death. but it's undeniable, <laughs> un-fucking-deniable that the blood added a big element of emotion in
3: as a person that didn't see this match I want to see the match because of that
0: yep Yep. I understand it it added a ton to the match because it made uh, Dustin a far more sympathetic character it gave Cody a little bit to seem like the maniacal asshole Um, it it created a lot of drama around all the false finishes because you were just you got to a point where it was like we gotta get Dustin out of there like let's end this right. match. so I think it, it actually did add a lot to the match as a sort of a, a scenery to the match but He's,
1: as we had said it was kind of uncomfortable at right. different points when it was you know kind of not dripping like just falling out of his head <laughs> like,
0: yeah and the closest like I said the closest I can remember is the Stone Cold Bret Hart match
1: Yeah, I was thinking Eddie just like just like Ginger said Eddie with, with JBL that, that night that he yeah. gigged too hard and it was all over the place yeah,
4: yeah.
0: That great American bash. You yeah, there? I
4: think so. Yeah, but uh, um, didn't Dustin win this one?
1: Yes. No, no, no. Okay. Cody won. Cody won. Cody yeah. won with the crossroads, like oh, the yeah. fifth right, yeah. crossroads. It's
4: it's right on the sheet. I just I it took
0: me a second. I was like, did. did <laughs> Did I fuck
4: up? Did I fuck up? No. <laughs> no, because
0: I, no, I did the results, so you didn't yeah. fuck up at all.
3: <laughs> yeah, so, did Jason co- fuck
4: up?
0: <laughs> uh, uh, Cody,
4: Cody winds up go, going over, but to be expected. Um, you know, This this was sort of Cody saying that he was putting an end to the Attitude Era, starting a new era. You know, The only way he could do that was by taking out one of the last remaining guys who's still active from there. Um, and then obviously telling the story later where, uh, setting up the next match where now alright, I've defeated you, now I need you, you know, so right. now Cody and Dustin teaming up, the return of the Dustbusters,
0: um... And that fucking moment at the end of the match was fantastic. And oh, absolutely! Yeah. Yeah. That sort of speaks to the storytelling that this company wants to do. That they they they're taking you on that emotional journey with the performers, which is something we don't get anymore.
1: But that and that's the wrestling I love, man. Exactly. Yeah. That's why NXT works so good because exactly. they do yeah. do that at different points yeah. with like Johnny and, and uh, Tommaso uh Yep. Yeah. Right. So.
4: And not not to mention too, you know, um, after the fact. You know, Dustin Rhodes, a guy who's been wrestling for over a decade, um,
1: a decade.
4: People, people, twenty years. Sorry, uh, <laughs> people turned around and were saying that like his match stole the show, and it made him fucking cry. This is a guy yeah. who most of his career has been told he's not as good as everyone else, or he's right. good, and and at forty-six something like that that he is now, for him to be able to go out there and and, and put on you know a, a show stealing match like that and it to be on his merit as well not just yeah. oh cody carried you through it over that but also the, he did his part on it too is awesome right. and it, it it really feels like for him this was the moment he needed to kind of close the book on his career if he's if he's done in a little bit here i think now he can kind of retire happy because he's done what do you want to do you know he he had a successful career he got to have a fucking show stealing match in, in his brother's company you know, and uh, obviously I think he does still have more left in the tank obviously he's booked for some more matches but uh, we'll see I was uh, was very pleased uh, honestly because this, this was a match that I wasn't 100% sure on just because I wasn't sure <laughs> you know, on, on, <laughs> if Dustin could still go as he could and he proved he could so um, we followed that up though with our belt reveal with Bret Hart's
0: shocking oh. that Bret Hart came up so no advertisement yeah.
1: that was a shocking yeah. moment he's, uh, a, so, he's a guy that just been inducted second time in the hall of fame like a month ago yeah
4: um so the word going around was that this was originally rick flair that was supposed to do this uh, but because of rick flair and his and going into the hospital having oh. some medical issues it up being that he wasn't able to go so i guess plan b was bret hart if if what people are saying is to believe, is to be believed. Either one, obviously, is a huge fucking get for them, uh, considering Flair's daughter is, you know, in the WWE, and obviously Bret Hart's niece, ish, whatever the fuck. It's his niece. Is. All right. It's his niece. It's, it's, it's
1: Sister's daughter.
4: But also, like you said, the fact that Bret was just, in, you know, inducted into the Hall of Fame obviously is still an, an ambassador for WWE, but is able to go ahead and do these kind of stuff. So. Um, let's just get out of the way. Bret Hart was terrible, uh, <laughs> and boy, like I get that they don't um, don't know like exactly when it's going to be defended, but like you have got to give him something better than the belt is going to be on a line. Maybe this month. Maybe <laughs> maybe next month. Sometime. Oh my
3: god! Like. Oh, it was bad.
2: If you go weird.
1: back and watch that, you'll you'll, you'll laugh, but yeah. that's rough. Yeah.
4: And then uh, afterwards, he wound up falling, so <laughs> 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 fell fell right off the fucking stage. So thanks, thanks, Bret Hart, thanks for coming. Which
1: I didn't know until you posted that. So thank
0: you for <laughs> posting. <that. laughs>
1: oh man, poor fucking guy.
0: But can we take a second to talk about the just absolute excellent heel work by MJF in this segment? Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. So again,
4: uh, it's a guy
0: a- MJF for the record. What sh- EC three should have been yeah. when he uh, came back up.
4: Um, another another guy given an opportunity um, to to show off off his character and just hit it out of the fucking park. Yep. He did a great job. Um, you know, Adam Page has always been been really good. He's gotten even better. I know what you guys are saying about the selling i had a little issue with that as well like you you could barely fucking make it to the match you then had no problem in a match and then you're out here again limping like <laughs>
0: and doing a buckshot larry yeah
4: then then do another fucking move it's just like dude make up your mind are you hurt or are you not because <laughs> it seems like you're only hurt when when you're yeah, not you go anything. back to but, that with pop but, but, but.
0: But, hold on, that's not exclusive. We said the same fucking thing about Seth for a oh, year. Yeah. Oh, oh he is he's a still the same ruler, fucking
1: thing about Seth. Did you watch the main event of Raw? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so same fucking thing. It's not exclusive to AEW or no, Hamman Page no, by it any stretch. Is,
1: it is not exclusive to
4: anything, because that is the main issue plaguing a lot of people, is them just sort of forgetting that they're supposed to be injured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are very few people... That are really fucking good at it. Yeah.
2: Um,
4: you know, we talked about shit. Was it who was it an NXT that we were just talking about? It just fucking, fucking... EC3. No, he's not an NXT. Uh, had the match where he had the hurt knee and did moves like one legged and shit like that. Who was that, Jason? Oh, was that um, was it Riddle or was it?
1: Uh, it was ahead. Riddle, and I, I thought you guys said that. I thought Jason used was, or maybe it was Troy. You said that, oh, you know, Riddle still selling, like made you more of a fan of his. Yeah. yeah,
4: but I think there was, I think there was also another match. Um, I know Ricochet's been pretty good about it, where he
0: Be- Becky Lynch is fantastic. Yeah, and Ricochet. I always go back to the match Becky Lynch had with Sasha Banks at Takeover after Sasha had won the women's title. Oh my um, god! Because Becky hurt her arm in the match. And even at the end of the match as everybody in the Sasha's already gone, the crowd's just giving her like the standing empty ring round of applause and Becky sells that arm all the fucking way to the back.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's what made that's the match that made me a huge fan of hers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean Owens
4: does it too. He does a pretty good pretty good job you know he's had times before like uh, he had that really bad fucking match and then he had to come out of the rumble and he was limping the entire time down to the ring
1: Sammy (laughs) used to do it. Sammy when he was a a, you know underdog babyface used to do it all
0: the time yeah he'd sell the whole fucking match yeah but we go actually you know who was really good at it too was Ty Dillinger when he was in NXT yeah
4: uh, but yeah. we go we go from selling to a match that didn't have much of it as the young bucks defended <laughs> the AAA World Tag <laughs> Team Championship against
0: the Lucha Bros. All that's of
4: right. us, yeah. all of us. Well, you know, there. That's you know this is this is the only thing is that um, this
0: is where Ginger's going to get go go off. Yeah, so. I,
4: I I see he's ready. I'm going to give him his time. I just want just want to say, um, there are going to be some of those people who when they first tune into AEW. Um, are going to be in for a little bit of culture shock with the with the selling on display and some of the things because it is different and the same sort of thing happens you know to to WBF fans when they went from their old product to the Attitude Era product they lost a lot of their fans they gained a bunch of new fans though, and a bunch of younger fans. And the younger fans are sort of the more important ones in terms of eyes of it, you know, advertisers, stuff like that. Whereas WCW kind of had the opposite where, like, you know, they wound up getting a, some of those more old school fans who had a certain way of things, didn't like the Attitude Era, but then losing a lot of the young fans who are like, well they're not doing it as good. So AEW has that independent style. You know of, of working where it's a lot more of the athletic kind of styles it's a little bit less selling on a lot of the things um and so i think for for some people that's going to be turned out but for the majority of the younger crowd i think that's going to be a big plus you know they they like those things a lot more it's why you know AEW is as popular as it is um so two guys that have been sort of accused of being in the forefront of that no selling thing has been the young bucks uh-huh. Um, now this match, I thought they did a much better job, and I think that they have sort of changed their game a little bit um, than what there was was before. Where I mean, the young bucks before was just like thirty seven thousand super kicks, and then like let's see how many fucking flips we can do in the air to, to our opponents right. like that. Whereas this was much. There's a lot more technical work on 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 display, and obviously when you've got guys like Pentai penta and phoenix like those fucking guys are fantastic workers too um so i thought that the that this match was was probably one of the more entertaining young bucks matches that i've watched just because i'm also not a huge fan of that like no selling a lot of things obviously people know my my hatred for zack saber jr and his inability to sell anything fucking consistently but i thought that this match here i mean you know, you guys talked about a Penta breaking a guy's arm, which I agree is a dumb fucking move. They were selling that. You know, he he, yep, right. he continued to walk around, at, you know, and <clears throat> moves one one arm-handed and stuff like that. You know, um, whereas I think you know five years ago with the Young Bucks, they would have fucking on a suplex the next thing with yep. both hands and stuff like that. So, I think that they have, have gotten better as workers and, and kind of moved a little bit more away from it, but still retaining a, little, a lot of that energy. So, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put my tablet down. Get my hand to rest.
3: No, no, no keep it up.
4: And I'm going to let Ginger tell us what he thought about the Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros.
3: Okay, so... Do you want me to go full spiel cuz we're already running pretty late? Do we? Yeah, no, go. We can okay. we can go
4: ahead and cut the entire perfect ten out. I'm fine with it. Just go.
3: Okay, Just good. So 400 man, go. Selling is fucking dead when it comes to that match. Disag- How many fucking super kicks got hit on every person? How many drivers were given to each person? How many flips were done to each person? And the only selling that happened was powders. Sell your fucking neck. Sell your fucking head. Sell your goddamn face. Sell don't your kids. not sell your <laughs> fucking kids. I don't give a shit. Sell. You can hide sell kids, your kids. You, <laughs> you can sell your asshole to the fucking bum down the street. I don't give a shit. Sell your fucking ass off. With how many things happened in this match, and. I, I said this, me and Mark, me, me, me and Greeny were already going back and forth on this. It was entertaining. Yes, it was. But for looking more in depth, I, I, I like selling. They didn't fucking sell enough.
0: Okay.
3: C- can I... Hold on. Oh, you sh- Okay. okay. <laughs> it's so frustrating to... If you look back... Uh... Even WCW, ECW days, they fucking at least sold. This match. Oh my God, I wanted to fucking just. I wanted to rip my eyes, eyeballs out. I, I literally sat there watching it in disgust about 10 to 15 minutes in where the guy gets. Uh, uh, there was a certain driver, and I can't. I, out of melted the billions driver. of. Uh, no, melted Drive, doesn't happen until the end. And okay. you knew that was the finish, but there was a driver that happened. The guy kicks out of two. He doesn't sell his neck. He doesn't sell his back. He like sell he his just pussy gets up. Or is crack? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, but you know, it's that. That's it's. I understand people like this style. Okay, I have no problem that you like that. This is my opinion on it. But it's so frustrating to see that wrestling is is heading in the direction of that. Greeny
0: okay so here's here's where I have an issue with almost all of that um, of course you're, well no because here's the problem with that that entire argument. you didn't watch the rest of the fucking show so everything that you just said you wanted, existed in cody versus dustin which is fine oh i let you finish let me finish yep sorry the point of what made this show good was that it didn't matter what type of wrestling you liked you got it did you like great women's wrestling well you got great women's wrestling in this match did you want surprises well we got you surprises did you like fast-paced lucha style action because that's what it is this is this style is not new This has been Lucha style for decades in Mexico. This is what they do. We put that on the show. Do you like emotional selling and hard in-ring action? We give you that with Cody versus Dustin. They gave you everything you wanted. You skipped all the stuff you like, and you're picking and choosing the one thing you didn't like out of one match and presenting that as though it's the entirety of what happened, and that's not the case. You talked about WCW. The cruiserweight shit on WCW had very little selling. It's the lucha fucking style, but they had selling in other parts of the show. It, it's this. We have to get we as fans of wrestling have to get past this notion that every match has to be all things to all people. It doesn't. The beauty of the art form that wrestling is right now is that whatever you fucking like, there's something out there for you. You can find it. And that, to me, was the overriding beauty of this show, was that whatever you wanted, it was on this fucking show. And you got it. And you got exactly what you wanted, Ginger. But you chose not to watch it. You chose to watch the thing you don't fucking like. And then got angry if that that's what you watched. I don't know what to tell you in that scenario. Uh,
3: so, I, I understand, but... I- I had no problem with the all the other matches. The I saw four altogether. Okay, which I understand, but all the other matches, from what I saw, had selling. This is that's that's my What's biggest that's point.
0: Fucking selling, dude. If you how try, many drivers can you hit though? It's a different style, but when they did the arm spot, he altered his fucking finish to continue selling the arm as is part that- of the finish.
3: 15 to 16 minutes into the match.
0: And there were and you talk about well they they did powders but when they did powders they were selling while they were on the fucking floor. They were laying there dead. That's fucking
3: selling. Amanda, I I I'm talking about when you get up or if you're walking towards somebody to pick them up, sell your fucking head. Like it's grab your head, just even not grab match.
0: it. It's a lucha match. It's fast-paced. You have to be moving all the fucking time to get to the next spot. That is that style of wrestling. Now, if you don't like that style of wrestling, totally fucking get it. I'm there for it. I was... And, and you can ask the other two guys on this show. I was as fucking critical two years ago of the Young Bucks as you are right now for the very same fucking thing. I have watched the evolution of this team to the point where they now do sell, they do tell stories in the ring, and they do get other people's shit over. They are a drastically different team in that regard than they were two, three years ago. But to criticize the one match on the card that was like that because it was for a Lucha Libre title. They contested the match in a Lucha Libre fashion because guess what? That's who that match was for.
3: So maybe that's my issue with you hate not seeing how they were before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, you missed Troy's joke.
3: I, I, didn't, I didn't catch that, but um, okay. no, maybe, maybe that's my issue. I haven't seen them before when they absolutely didn't sell compared to this yeah. one
0: go back watch some of their shit from PWG a couple years ago and and mm-hmm. it wasn't just them it was Owens and Zayn and all those guys who you like who were in there with them same fucking thing that's just how that indie style was in that in certain areas of the country mm-hmm. um but to vic- to to villainize them as though they're some fucking awful you know um, pariahs of the wrestling industry they wrestled the type of match that that the championship they were fighting for dictated that the team they were working against dictated and that the audience that was there for that match dictated they gave that pay that paying audience that came to see them what they wanted from that match and again if you disliked that part what they did was stack a show with all sorts of different other stuff that wasn't that which i get. so you know
3: it's just uh, that's, the you one, have to, that's the one thing that I'm picking out of it.
0: No, no, but I think to be fair to the entirety of the broadcast, you have to look at the entire picture rather than just pick cherry-picking the parts you didn't like and then watching those so you can be super critical of those. Do you know what I'm saying?
3: What am I known as at APW? The Negative Bitch, right? Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I, it, like I said, maybe I just have to go back and watch what they were like before, but... Like I said, if you're walking towards somebody, at least grab your head. Dude, I I understand you have to constantly be moving, but throw a little bit of a cell in there. They do some of that. A little bit.
0: They do some of that, and if you watch it without sort of the
3: negative intentions,
0: preconditioned, I already hate these guys, you might catch more of it. That's all I'm saying. This has been The Art of Selling with Ginger.
4: Uh, (laughs) Fuckers. All all that aside, um, Young Bucks wind up going over to the surprise of all of us because we figured that they were going to be done in AAA, and that the Lucha Bros are going to be taking those titles back to Mexico uh, so that the Bucks could kind of focus on AEW's tag division, but instead Bucks still have those championships. so uh,
0: they, they do have a rematch lined up in Mexico, yes. so in, in, with that knowledge now, in Most retrospect... Most likely, they're going to drop them there, yes. Right. Uh, so it makes sense, uh,
4: at, at least in that aspect, and it wound up being kind of an unpredictable finish then, because I think a lot yeah. of people <laughs> went into it going like, well, we know what's going to happen here, and they yeah. kind of threw a swerve, so...
0: Like, right. we, like we mentioned on the blender, the only thing was they spent on the, on the being the elite show, they spent weeks and weeks building up this new finisher, and they never fucking used it. Weird. It was very weird.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so um, that brings
4: us to our main events. Uh, due to time constraints, we're going to go ahead and zap the perfect time to here, But after we talk about the surprise person, then you guys can bring up the Talk is Jericho thing. Uh, so our main event, Kenny Schmigma took on Chris Jericho... Uh, for the person who is going to face Adam Page at maybe this month? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> uh, this was obviously a little bit more of a slower match. Now, I understand why it went on last, um, due to Jericho's involvement. I understand due to the stipulation on it went on last. This was not your main event. Um... Cody and Dustin had the better story. Cody and Dustin had the better match. Um, but obviously, you know, a, it happens oftentimes like that where the main event winds up not being the best match on the show. Um, not saying the match was bad by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, the match I was... Know, what it was? Yes, go ahead.
0: Yeah, we've seen that at WrestleMania where the best match or the most interesting match of the fans is in the main event.
4: Right, yep. exactly. Um, so, But what was... Uh, the more interesting thing, and thankfully something happened, because if the last shot that you had was Jericho hitting a fucking elbow as a finisher, people were going to go home a little upset.
0: Uh, and again, so... he had put that over on the road to double or nothing as his new finish, so yeah. it wasn't like out of nowhere. They had, they had sort of built up that move. Oh, as... oh yeah. It's just that the move sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: like I said, it's, it's just a Cedric
0: Alexander set
1: move.
4: Like.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay, but again, this, this goes to the same sort of conversation I was having with Ginger that, that, that sparked the Young Bucks thing. In, in every sport, you know, you can have two MMA fighters and they both deliver the same kick. Yeah. yeah. But one's trained to do it more. One's got stronger legs. There are two people doing the same thing is not the same result. Oh, no, and,
4: and see, here's the thing. I don't I don't have a problem with the fact that other people use it as sit-up moves. I mean, you know, the sling blade is moved by used by two different fucking people, and, you know, I mean, Jake Roberts, finishers, no, no, a No, 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 but what I'm saying people... is... No, my problem is is that it, it's just kind of a nothing move. It's not, it's not no, impactful I... enough.
0: Sure, um, but there's there's moves that are far worse as finishers in wrestling, oh, and for, too. Cause... for sure. I mean, but,
4: I mean, just use the codebreaker. I enjoy the codebreaker. He's trying to
0: reinvent himself. Yeah, I that. That, that is to Jericho's credit. He's constantly trying to do new know. things. I no, I get that. Like, I just, I just like think he's trying, like, like he's trying a new finisher. He's trying not to diet. He's trying not to be in shape. It's all sorts of new stuff for him. <laughs> exactly. Trying,
1: I was gonna say you went on this spiel before about oh, if you like this wrestling, if you like that wrestling, if you like fat ex-rockers in their 50s who who still (laughs) think they look good in leather pants we got a match for
0: you (laughs) if you
4: were if you were a big fan of greg the hammer valentine when he (laughs) he (laughs) yeah
0: okay so so for the record we'll talk briefly about the john moxley on chris jericho thing the thing that stood out to me was that jericho talked about how the last um moment he knew he was done with WWE was at wrestlemania where him and kevin owens weren't the main event of the show um Take the Jericho part out of it. That sparked me to go back and watch that match just because I was curious to see what kind of shape Jericho was in for that match. He was in fucking phenomenal shape. He didn't have Kofi Kingston chest. He didn't have Big Beer Gut. He was in great fucking shape for that match. And that was, what, two years ago? Two years ago, yeah. And he is just—he looks like the dad who's fucking given up on life. I mean, he looks. <laughs> which,
1: which, I'll give Troy credit. I think he looks like Greg the Hammer Valentine. I'm rolling which, with that now.
0: Which to <laughs> me is is sort of like,
4: you mean, why? Like you're not doing that much. You're not on the road of WWE, which is normally when guys have some issues because they can't—they don't have time to get to the ring. You're—I mean—you're kind of on tour, but not to the extent where you know. Like, he's not as busy as he once was. Like, there's no reason, reason. And plus, like, you're talking about, like, how, how you want to be, like, this big fight. You want to be, like, the big impact player or something like that. Like, then do something about it, man. Like, you keep hawking DDP
0: yoga, fucking do it. You got to actually do it. If <laughs> he's, he's doing it, that's a horrible advertisement for the right, product. Right. <laughs>
1: well, if uh, I'm DDP, I'm like, listen, bro, don't mention my look, shit look, no more. Seriously. Bro. <laughs> Chris look, the hair I get bossy time. Yeah.
4: Look, man, I got I got Mick Foley to stop mentioning that he did it because look <laughs> at him. It's like you need to do it too, all right? <laughs> uh, so yeah. So uh. Uh, after the match, John Muxley uh, arrived, uh, beat the ever loving piss out of uh, Omega and Jericho, um, obviously leading to I guess an Omega feud. If I oh, it was at this
1: point too that Jim Ross decided to hit all his classic hits in, uh, in one. Oh, hit yeah. screenshot. Hey. What the hell? Yeah. Ah, it's John Moxley. But, but, well,
0: but this was also picker. the match where Excalibur decided to just shout out El Generico yeah. repeatedly when he was talking about Chris Jericho.
4: I mean, at this point, he is kind of generic, so.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> generic fat white guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Creator so, wrestler number four. Yeah.
4: So I'm gonna I'm gonna get uh, my trivia set up here while you guys talk about uh, talking. <laughs> Creator wrestler number four, the chunky model.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ginger, did you happen to see the end of that uh, on uh, Twitter or YouTube or anything yet? Yeah,
3: I, I saw ginormous fucking pop. I will give him them all the credit in the world for that because they set that up pretty nice. Because I honest, I don't know if. <sighs> The crowd expected him to come out. They obviously expected somebody, but... Yeah, I mean, there was obviously rumors, but... Oh, yeah, but nobody truly knew. But holy shit, when he got noticed and he obviously got shown on the screen, that place went fucking wild, which... Cool. Now, to Jason's point, that me and him hadn't a little back and forth about a while back ago and a few episodes ago, can he take advantage of it and continue to work and and exceed what he needs to do?
1: Well, before we even go there, I'll give credit to Jericho, because he pins Omega, and he completely heals it up when he gets on that mic. Oh, yeah. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. (laughs) It's it's that classic setup in wrestling where you know this guy's mouthing off and somebody's going to come out there to shut it. It's, and, been, and, it's
0: been the lead-up on the show, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, to
1: Jason's point earlier, maybe lights go off, lights go on, and, and he's in the middle of the ring. It has more of an impact. But I get the whole walking through the crowd thing. I'm sure they got that from somewhere.
0: <laughs> can I just kind of – so what they did in this segment, they positioned him as Stone Cold. Yep. Yeah. He walked out through the crowd his his t-shirt his jeans whatever came in very stone cold like hits his finisher on the heel then hits his, his finisher, finisher on the, on the referee <laughs> then goes to hit his finisher on the face then they brawl all over the place then it, it was fucking stone cold with with John Moxley yeah
3: Which so that's, with some good that's how
0: they <laughs> position him now my problem is they've set the bar for him exceedingly high now
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the now, biggest now,
0: fight in this show is going to be me and you tonight. Now, the problem, <laughs> the problem is a guy who has consistently failed to live up to the bar set for him <laughs> and now have the highest bar in the company. Good luck. We'll see. We'll find out. So let's talk about that bar. Well, no, no, that, let's uh, let's talk about that when we get through trivia. Let's do trivia first, and then we'll get to that Oh, part.
1: okay. Alright, that's
4: fine. Oh, I thought we were talking about the bar. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs>
4: I right, so... love
1: that new Cesaro music. So, I uh, before we go
0: that, Where overall... Why does he still
4: thoughts... wear the bar trunks, though?
0: Yeah, Who? Cesaro. Cesaro! He does still wear the bar trunks. <laughs> well, he still does the bar symbol, too. I think it's like a shout-out to Seamus, who's laid oh, up, so. uh Meanwhile, Seamus is working out in those
1: videos he posts on Twitter, and he looks like a million bucks, so I don't think he's doing that bad. I, mean, I
0: don't he... think he's posted any of those in a while, though.
1: That was recent,
0: but anyway, I think I mean, they're highlights from his his Celtic Workout series. I don't think they're. Oh, uh, okay. Right, I don't
4: think that he can actually work a computer right now because he's <sighs> legally brain dead. So, <laughs>
0: um, so overall thoughts of the show, except for Ginger who didn't watch the whole show. Um, Troy, <laughs> you were sort of the biggest uh, skeptic of AEW Double or Nothing. Coming out of this show, what were your impressions, and how were they different from when you went into it? I'm curious
4: what's going on with Ginger over there. He looks very distraught.
3: What uh, what, is, what is that dead comment about?
0: He's got, he got a concussion. he's got a
3: concussion. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> That's, he's That's also trans- translucent.
0: But...
4: Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so... Um, I enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm very interested to see where they go from here. Yep. Um, Did it exceed the expectations
0: you had for it? Um cuz you had low expectations for AEW coming into this uh, as you said on this show and we had gone back and forth about that a few times so now that you've seen some of the presentation some of the product some of the direction some of the um, how, this, the strategy the plans their their approach to things um, how does that how does that change your, your viewpoint
4: it's it's sort of difficult for me to, to make a comment on that off of one show, you know. Um, I I don't because I don't know <clears throat> if they're if they're going to be able to deliver on certain things like consistent storytelling because they've had one show, you know.
0: Right. Right. Um, so and, I, I. So hold on, hold on, because where I'll argue with you on that one is they do the consistent storytelling. They've been doing it on being the elite. And they've built two pay-per-views off a once-a-week 20-minute YouTube series.
4: Right, and and that's that's why I can't make comments on it because I don't I don't watch it. I don't, okay. I don't see that. Okay. So all all I can do is just see, just make a comment on what I saw on the show here. So um, watch the product, bro. Well, and see, <laughs> you know, one, like I said, I mean, once October rolls around and they have that sh- have their weekly show, that's when I'll really be able to give my opinion on certain aspects of the company. Now. Did I did I know that the the matches were going to be good? Yeah, I fully expected the matches to be really good, and they delivered. to That the the matches I thought were really entertaining, uh, even the matches where I didn't know anybody, I at least were was entertained. You know, there wasn't
1: really. Uh... Were, were there times where Jim Ross ruined it for you?
4: Well, I mean, I I have my issues with Jim Ross. I don't know Same. if I'm not sure if he's going to be the full time announcer on when they get for to the show. Probably.
0: I'd imagine for the first year at least. Yeah,
4: and see, and I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't. I don't know Excalibur. Um, I thought. He I did. thought
0: Excalibur was fantastic. Yeah, I'm I much mean, I don't.
4: Your... Like I said, I don't. I don't know him, and I and I enjoyed him. So, I don't, but I again,
0: I don't know if he's yeah. going to be with the company moving forward. You know. Right, right. right. Excalibur is Alex Marvez should not be. Okay. Yeah, I but see, neither
1: did Jerry Lawler. I mean, if I I would personally not like Jim Ross to bring in Lawler if that is
3: true, that see, rumor. I, I don't see it happening.
4: I one, I don't see it happening. Two, I I'm with you. I don't want it to happen because AEW needs to have their own voice. Right. And if you if you just use the two voices from the Attitude era, then it you're
1: killing Cody's whole fucking point. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so so I I would rather them i'd rather honestly that see a, a brand new announcer i've never seen before you know um to to kind of grow with the company kind of thing um i don't know who that would be obviously but uh but yeah i, I
1: would love to see excalibur and somebody in the color person like Color, color commentator <laughs> Color <laughs> commentator I uh, hear left-
3: Percy
0: Watson is free these days
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> He'll continue um, to be free <laughs> the, the one person that I was Actually happy to see was Justin Roberts Really yeah. good Yeah, up to Justin Roberts a pop, well, Huge pop when I heard his voice I,
0: Okay, so Can I just say I was happy for Justin I was happy to see him there were points where I was watching that where I said to myself, "I see where the Vince influence helped him," mm-hmm. because really? there were definitely moments where he over announced everything. Yeah, like the American Nightmare Cody, like just too much. Yeah, so the too much. The other but that's
3: kid, how some uh, ring announcers work.
0: But like, yeah. he didn't do that in WWE. So Uh, so I imagine...
3: (laughs) Did you not ever hear him announce John Cena's name? He did. (laughs) (laughs) John Cena! Right,
0: but he didn't do it for everybody and every word of the intro. It wasn't like, The United (laughs) States (laughs) Champion! John! Like, it wasn't that. That's what it was at Double or Nothing.
3: Way yeah. over the top. He just needs yeah. to lower it down a little yeah.
0: bit. Yeah. To be fair, if you go and watch Impact, where I think Scott Demore is doing it from the back, it's awful. Like oh. <laughs> it was, it was fucking terrible. I watched it last week. It was tired. The uh, Impact uh, <laughs> Knockout oh oh uh, oh. uh, like
1: just for the record, we're probably not gonna get a toned down Justin Roberts since all out is in Chicago and he's from Chicago. No, and, and <laughs> he's probably to be, be fair, be words.
0: to be fair, Cody has put over that he loves that style. So okay. and and, he's doing what and, the boss wants then. So. Exactly. That's what the boss wants to do it. It was just to me it was sort of striking because it, it was more than I remember him doing in WWE.
1: Still not as egregious as Kevin. Oh!
4: Alright, alright, dude, we're... Enough, man. We're, okay. we're losing viewers on YouTube with you guys continuing to do this fucking announcing gimmick stuff. Alright, so...
0: One of us is actually a fucking announcer, I'm just saying. Yeah,
4: but then you don't announce like that.
0: Maybe I should.
4: Maybe I <laughs> there you go. Anyways, um, so yeah, Love I mean, in, ter- in terms of the show, I, I enjoyed it. Um. Obviously, I'll I'll watch the next one. Um. It's slightly odd to me that like, you know, the next show is like not really a show. You know, the Fighter Fest is it's, like a. It's Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That. So to me, it's it's a little bit like, well, okay, well, we got this big show, and now we're just gonna like take kind of a little bit of a hiatus, you know, kind of thing. But I get it, you know um but again we'll see where it goes i'm i'm very interested to see where it goes i'm very pleased with what the company has done behind the scenes and a lot of things uh i think a lot of the the rough spots will be uh polished you know in in very short amount of time so uh so yeah so unless anything anyone else has anything to say
3: nope i I think we're ready okay Mm -hmm.
4: Uh so here's ready? No, dude, I told like you we're gonna fucking lose views <laughs> We're gonna lose viewers, man, stop. Okay, so the way that I have this broken down is
0: No! I said no <laughs>
4: Um So I took oh, I got a... the trial like... I took a look <laughs> at uh, some of WWE's lesser known championships.
1: Uh oh. And
4: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to we're gonna do some trivia on some mid card belts. So Um, there are three of you. And the first question, the way that we're going to do it, is it is a list of people. And you're going to give me one of those names. And we're going to do ten rounds. Very quick succession here. um, Naming off their first one. Your list of WWE European Champions. (sighs) Ah! So we're going to start off, you're going to give me one. If you're correct, you get a point. You move to the next person. If at the end of ten rounds we still have more left, I'll give the rest of the answers, but then we'll get the score. Uh, then we've got a couple of specific uh, if questions we, on it.
0: If we give an incorrect one, are we eliminated or we just roll to the next round? No,
4: we're just going to roll to the next round, but you okay. obviously
0: miss an opportunity for a point there. Okay. So,
4: the order that we're going to go into, uh, a random draw of dick Size Backstage says, Ginger is first. Sal is second and our biggest and reigning champion Jason is third. Okay? Fair? Sure. Fair. Alright. So WWE European champions. Ginger. DLO Brown. Sal.
3: Christian.
0: Jason. Shane McMahon.
4: Ginger. Kurt Angle. It's not going to get any easier the longer we go on. Sal.
1: Um.
0: Holy shit. Uh. pac Jason. Shawn Michaels. Ginger.
3: Oh, and I...
0: Sal.
1: British Bulldog.
4: That was the easy one. I was surprised it took that long to go.
3: Jason.
0: <laughs> Triple H.
3: Ginger. Val Venus. Sal. Eddie Greer. You're
4: starting to worry me, Sal. Jason.
2: <laughs> uh... Okay.
0: Um. Fuck. Three, Hold on.
3: Two. One.
0: I'll say Jericho.
3: William Regal. All right. Uh,
1: test. Oh, good one, Jason. <sighs> uh. Um,
0: Uh, Benoit?
4: No, not once. Alright. Ginger? There are three <sighs> that I think are really easy that you guys are missing.
3: Rob Van Dam? Correct.
1: Val? Val Venus?
4: Uh, sorry, Val is already taken. Okay.
1: Um, do I get another choice? Jo- yeah, another pick? yeah that's,
4: that would be too mean. Go ahead.
1: Alright, um...
0: Albert.
4: No, incorrect. Jason.
0: Jeff Hardy. Correct.
4: Oof. Ginger.
0: I got
3: one. Perry Saturn? Correct. Yes. yes.
1: Sal.
0: Looker T?
3: Incorrect.
1: <sighs>
4: Jason.
0: Santino Morella?
4: <sighs> incorrect. Ah, oh, fuck. Ginger.
3: that fuck oh oh, oh, fuck um there are nine guys Rene Dupree incorrect
4: fuck Sal Midian (gasps) correct yes Jason
0: naked Midian no um
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's funny um I
0: don't know fucking JBL incorrect oh no Correct, Bradshaw. There you go. Oh, uh, that, that counts, Ginger.
4: Rob Conway. Incorrect. Sal. Fuck. Uh,
1: the Godfather.
4: Incorrect. Jason. Jeff Jarrett. Correct. Wow. Ginger, last round.
1: Al Snow. Correct. I right. Sal totally took mine. Uh, gangrel incorrect. Jason. Oh wow.
0: So this would be my last guest. Yep. Um, I don't know why, but for some reason I want to say Goldust.
4: Incorrect. Okay. So at the end of the that first question, Ginger and lead with eight. Jason seven. Sal six. The remaining people you guys missed, Matt Hardy.
3: I almost said him, but I wasn't I sure. I didn't even
4: remember him winning that belt. The Hurricane.
1: Uh, yeah.
4: Spike Dudley. Mm. Mark Henry. Crash Holly.
3: And Diamond Dallas Page.
0: I totally forgot Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that,
3: so. that was toward, way towards a later, uh, like right before they got rid of it. Correct.
0: I feel like we did better than I expected, though. So.
3: Right. Very good, very good. I was glad that you said the European. I was like, yes! Nice.
0: Alright, so then I have a question
4: for each of you. Starting with Ginger. Who held the European Championship for the longest raid?
3: It's between two people.
0: Like, longest consecutive or longest... It, yeah, or I was... The sure. Longest
3: one... One One single. One single. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um. I'm gonna say. Shawn Michaels. Incorrect. British Bulldog. Uh, I. That was my second guess.
0: Sal. Was that the first reign?
3: That was actually the first
4: reign.
0: The
4: first one was the longest. Bastard. Sal. Anyone
0: remember who he beat
3: for that title? No, I looked it up and I don't remember what. <laughs> I think it was Owen, wasn't
0: it? It was Owen. It was, it was, a was Owen. That yep. match. Go back and watch it. It is tremendous.
4: So two people have held the European Championship, a record four times. Name them.
1: D'Lo Brown. That's
4: correct. So who's the other? <laughs>
1: Mark Henry.
0: Incorrect. William Damn, can, I, can I guess? Can I? Oh, Regal. All right. Oh, no all right. All I was right, gonna say no. X Pac, but Jason,
1: oh, that would have made sense too. Jason.
4: Only yes. six people have held the European Championship more than once. So we have D'Lo and Regal. Who are the other four that have been multi-time?
0: I have to come up with four <laughs> fucking names. <laughs> are you shitting me? You are the champion of this the other two have not done anything <laughs> correct, so well I know I know Axe Pac is one. Yep. Um Eddie? Eddie? Correct. Two more. I, I think I two is the most anyone else has had to name. I feel like that should be it. I should get points for that.
4: I will, uh, I, will I will contest that I will give you a point for that. Ginger, do you know one of the other two?
0: Triple H, correct. And abdicate my turn. <laughs> Shit. Well,
4: I'm not giving. Well, no, i am taking
3: another question. That's fine. No, I'm
4: not giving him a point. I'm just, just having some fun. You um, answered the question correct, right. Sal. Do you? And I think
3: any... the other person was Owen Hart, correct? Incorrect. Sal, no.
4: Owen lost the first round and then won it later. Yeah. Sal, do you happen to know the last person that held the belt twice? Was it, Shane? Uh,
1: was it Bulldog? It was Bulldog. Yeah, Bulldog won it back. That's right.
4: All right. So now, we're going to do just seven rounds on this one because there's a couple. There's a, There's less of them. We are going to do the
1: WWE Divas Championship. Yeah, you fucker. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Better than the light heavyweight. I thought he was going to go with that one next.
4: <laughs> I had
1: thought about it, but that lineage is way too much. So... <laughs>
4: Again, Ginger, Sal, Jason. Start us off, Ginger. Divas Champion.
0: AJ Lee. Sal.
1: Maris. Jason.
0: Charlotte.
3: <laughs> That's a good one. the uh, uh, Page. Sal. Eve Torres. Jason. Thank you, Bella. Ginger? Pretty Bella. It's kind of a gimme.
1: Sal? <laughs> Kelly, Kelly. I can't sell that. Jason?
0: Uh, oh, um,
3: Caitlin. Yep. Ginger. Uh, I can't remember if she was. Ashley Massaro?
4: Incorrect. Fuck. I don't believe Ashley ever actually
3: won a title in... Okay. Uh, Sal.
1: Alicia Fox.
0: Oh,
3: oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you fucker.
0: Jason. Melina. Ginger. Oh, fuck.
4: Six, six names left.
3: Jesus. Oh.
1: Jason's got his next one locked and loaded. (laughs) I did, and then Ginger's noises made me lose it.
3: (laughs) Mm. Tori Wilson. Incorrect. Natalia. Correct. Jason.
0: Candace Michelle. Incorrect. Sure. No, she fucking had it. Mm-hmm. Candice Shell was a women's champion. Women's. She was the uh, women's champion. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Ginger. A oh.
3: uh, Phoenix. Correct. Sal. So. Oh, I. Fuck. Um, ah! <laughs> uh, it's
0: hard to think of that era. No, I. I... Hold on, hold on. Uh, oh, oh, fuck, Woozer. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking Google it and give him a time limit. I got a fucking time limit on one of mine. Okay. Jesus Christ, come on.
2: No, don't, make, don't
0: get... make noise. Do it in your head, Wally's. I don't. I don't <laughs>
4: want to get content. Content I so we would lose all of that sweet, sweet zero dollars. <laughs> Sal, I need an answer. Um, Karma. Incorrect. Karma never won a championship. She had like three matches.
0: Michelle they... McCool, motherfuckers. Michelle McCool is correct, motherfucker. <laughs> Ginger. Layla. I knew as soon as I said Michelle, right. someone was gonna grab that. Oh I no, know. I
3: had Layla before you even said it. Sal. So. Maria? Incorrect. Never won a championship.
4: Mark. I only said Mark because your name's on it, Jason. <laughs> <sighs> um
0: Hold on. Did anybody say Beth Phoenix?
3: Yes. Okay.
0: yes. okay. Um, I have two totally randoms, but I have to. I don't know if the, either one of them is actually correct. Okay.
4: Give um, a, give us a random. You do have one more opportunity after this. Mm, Although we have two names left. Are you playing with really kids?
0: Some reason I.
3: Hit <laughs> your chest.
0: Yeah.
4: Shout your answer out.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, God. I don't think I'm right. I, I, for some reason, I think this, but I don't think it's right. Uh, Vicky Guerrero.
4: Incorrect.
3: Okay.
4: Last round. Ginger.
3: Gail Kim? Incorrect.
4: Oh. Women's champion. So,
0: <sighs> I think I'm wrong, but Stephanie McMahon.
4: Incorrect. Women's champion. Damn. Jason. Last chance. Two names left.
0: There's only two total left? Shit. Only two um, total
4: left. You guys are good this round.
0: One of them is uh, fairly obvious. Fairly obvious. No hands. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, I'm gonna be pissed at myself. So I'm gonna back. All right. Uh, I'll just say Santina Morella. Incorrect. Okay. Ginger and Jason are type of
4: 13. Sale with 11. The last two people: Jillian Hall.
1: Fuck. Remember that? No, I don't remember that at all. And Mickey James. Oh, oh Jesus
4: fuck.
3: Christ! I told you it was oh, fairly off. Kick me in the dickhead. <laughs>
4: oh, Jesus. All right. Ginger. Who was the first Divas Champion?
3: say mickey james
0: incorrect i know the match and i don't remember who won it but it was i believe can i guess, guess? yeah go
3: ahead
0: you're not gonna get any points for it but go ahead was it michelle mccool it was michelle mccool
3: fucker that was my mom it was her,
0: it was her match against natalia because natalia had the red hair at the time still yeah <sighs> <you did. clears throat> now, so 50 50 shot which
4: brand did the WWE divas championship originally belong to
1: the WWE Divas Championship? Uh-huh. SmackDown.
4: That is correct. It eventually became the Raw Championship and
0: retained. I gotta name six fucking people and he gets a fifty <laughs> fifty
4: Jason Goddamn <laughs> Jason, just you a
0: number.
4: Just a number. That's all I need from you. How many women have held both the Divas and Women's Championships? Ooh.
0: Not at the same time.
4: You do not have to name do,
0: them. Do we count the current incarnation of the women's title as no,
4: nope, this is the, okay. of the women's championship.
0: Okay. Um, hmm, that's a good question.
4: That's why I wrote it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know Mickey James has had both.
4: That is correct. Yeah.
0: So we just ran through all the divas champions. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think if any of the other ones have been women's champion.
4: It would have been really mean if I put this question before that. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Um.
0: Fuck. Uh. Don't. Think Michelle McCool ever held the women's title? You're wrong. <coughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, All right, then forget it. <laughs> Give me an answer. Out bro. of four.
4: Oh, you're so close. Five. Five. Uh, Five. Mickey, Mickey wow. James, Michelle McCool, Layla, Beth Phoenix, and Melina.
0: Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's a good half point. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one going to be a little more difficult because there were so many of them that I had to do guys with more than one reign as the WWE Cruiserweight Champion. Not the current championship belt. The one that was originally the WCW Cruiserweight Championship that became the WWE Championship. So oh, we're like, counting the WCW time too? Correct.
0: Okay. Oh, Jesus.
4: That's why it's more difficult, guys. You guys are going to get six rounds at this. So let's right, start. Do I go first this uh, time? No, so you continue to be Ginger first. All right. You you can get upset as you, uh, all you want. You're tied for the leads. <laughs> I'm not upset. going to say.
3: No, I just
4: <laughs> turned my head to think. All right, Ginger, start us off.
3: So, uh, hold on. More just than to clarify.
4: One, more than so, one
3: championship. More championship. than one reign mm-hmm. as the WCW slash WWF. Correct. Okay.
4: They could have more than one reign as WCW champion. They could have a WCW and WWE championship reign. Okay. Just more than one.
3: Okay. Okay. And Rey Mysterio. <laughs> that is the easiest one. Correct. Sal.
0: Dean Malenko. Yes. Jason. Billy Kidman.
3: You fucker. Correct. Ginger. Chris Jericho. Correct. Sal.
1: Juventud Guerrero. Correct. Jason.
0: Jamie Noble. Uh,
4: incorrect. Only one. Wow! Oh. I'm, I'm <laughs> going off of Wikipedia, man. Ginger.
3: Eddie Guerrero. Correct.
1: So. I don't know what incarnation of him, but uh, Hurricane Helms.
4: Fuck oh, you dick! That is correct. <laughs> Jason. Chavo. Correct. That one I thought was going to be a little oh, bit difficult. Fucking bastard. <laughs>
3: Ginger. <laughs> oh, it's it's going to get harder. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb. Parka? Incorrect. I don't know if he ever actually was he ever a champion? champion? I'm not.
4: I think so. Not 100% sure, but he he might have had at least one rain, or only one rain.
1: So, let's take a shot. Prince Diakea.
4: That is correct. Nice, Jason.
0: had one in my head and then I just completely lost it when he said Prince I, Okay, um Was it say, say Jack Eller. <laughs> Ultimo <laughs> Dragon correct
1: damn it son of a bitch
3: Ginger <sighs> Crispin water. incorrect fuck Cell um
0: six correct well done. Good pull. Jason. Oh, um, this was the one I was thinking last time. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm guessing. I'm pulling this one out of my ass. Evan Courageous.
3: Incorrect. Okay.
4: Alright, last round. We got one, two, three, four more people left. Ginger, go ahead.
3: Shannon Moore. Incorrect. Fuck it's that. <laughs> it's not that they <laughs> haven't won the championship. They've won it. they Oh, Fucking. I'm
1: going to take a shot here. I'm going to say Matt
0: Hardy.
3: Incorrect. Damn it. Oh. One time champion. So That's awesome. good. That, that was a good guess, though. Jason, last chance.
0: Jimmy Wang <laughs> Yang.
3: Incorrect. Oh, because I had that in my head and I didn't take it, I was like, best.
4: <laughs> that was a fantastic round for Sal as he's now taken the lead. Oh! Seventeen Ginger and Jason with sixteen. The remaining people: Tajiri. Oh, okay, yeah. Psychosis. Oh, love
1: oh, that one, He's been Next, around since Ray. Nunzio. <sighs> uh, really? I thought it would have been like a one-time deal. All right. And Brian Pillman.
0: Son of a bitch. Yeah. What are you he won the light heavyweight. I, I was going to say, the that's the light heavyweight. That, that was he when won the title was
4: first introduced, I believe. He won the Cruiserweight Championship twice in the first couple huh. of years
1: that it was around. Oh, like 95-ish. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. Yep. Wow. All
0: right. oh, he was doing Hollywood Blondes by then. I'm
1: just going off. What yeah, but Austin name? got fired, so. <laughs> what they yeah, have left? for You can go ahead and
4: check, yeah. out, check my work, but i, I I checked Alright, um, we have six people we were just doing two rounds on this wrestlers who have won the Cruiserweight Championship in both WCW and WWE so that list we just had and everything like that it's not the current Cruiserweight it's guys that won it in WWE and in WCW originally so they had more than one reign obviously so it's all guys that were in that last one
0: Shit, sh- should I should have been paying attention in the last <laughs> one. <laughs>
3: Alright, Ginger. Hurricane Helms.
0: Fuck, Over- that was the only one I remembered. <sighs> correct, he was Sugar Shane Helms, and
1: then the Hurricane.
4: Yeah, Sugar Shane. Sal. So.
1: D Malenko.
3: Incorrect.
4: Damn it! Did Dean Malenko ever wrestle? I guess he did, yeah. Jason. He
1: wrestled for WWE. Ray Mysterio. Was
4: Ray Mysterio is correct. We are all tied up. All three of you. Ginger. You got Chavo guys Guerrero. G- Chavo Guerrero, correct.
1: You son of a bitch.
4: What the fuck was his name? Sergeant something? Lash Larue? No, 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 no. What, what was Chavo went by a different name.
1: In Kerwin World White? World. Kerwin White. That
4: was WWE still. No, he won the championship under a different name in WCW other than Chavo Guerrero. Sequel cool play? <laughs> I don't remember what his name was
1: now.
3: I don't remember that. Yeah, Me neither. All right. So,
4: um,
1: <sighs>
0: psychosis?
4: Incorrect. Damn Jay, it. Jason.
0: Movement dude?
4: Correct.
1: I was gonna fucking say that!
4: That puts Jason and Ginger back in the lead. Sal, one behind the other two people... Sal you even did a good job X-Pac man you said sex
1: <laughs> well, yeah that's, right. that's uh, right
0: the other one is Billy Kidman.
3: oh I was gonna oh, say right. Ultimate yeah, Dragon
0: yeah, yeah. no Ultimate Dragon never really had a title run in WWE no I, I thought he did well that.
3: he had a run I figured they just threw the fucking light heavyweight strap on him right away
0: nah. Ginger
3: mm-hmm.
4: who was the final WCW Cruiserweight Champion
0: oh you fucking asshole <laughs>
1: Why am I an
4: asshole? (laughs) Um,
0: I'm going to... Wait, are we talking about the last (sighs) episode of WCW? Or after post-invasion?
4: I'm talking about the last person to have the WCW Cruiserweight Championship before losing it to somebody else.
3: That would be Sugar Shane Helms. That is correct.
4: So, who is... Mm -hmm. The first WWE Cruiserweight Champion. (laughs) A.K.A. Who did Sugar Shane Helms lose it to?
1: He lost it to... Billy Kidman.
3: Correct. Mm -hmm. Yep. Jason. That was good.
1: Who
4: was the only female Cruiserweight Champion?
0: Oh. Oh. (laughs) Medusa Incorrect Jacqueline Oh I had the two of them No Medusa <laughs> held it Because her and Evan Courageous Feuded over it In WCW
3: That's what I thought too Yeah
0: Medusa. But I don't
3: know If the title was on the line I think they might have Just been feuding No
0: Medusa had it Because it was during The whole Oklahoma thing
3: Hold on Let me
4: check I might have to do A recount here What is
3: her real name Alundra Blaze uh, Yes uh, well Well, Alondra Medusa um oh I could have put Medusa in anyways hold on let me check if she
4: held the tab I'm checking I am I am incorrect she was WC so there was two so Jason gets the point
0: wow fight for for your dreams boys fight for your dreams (laughs) (laughs) no
4: I I must have missed I must have missed her unless all right one round there are four people who have won the WCW United States Championship and the WWE United States Championship. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Ginger, name one of them. Booker T. Booker T is correct. Sal.
1: Chris Benoit.
4: Chris Benoit is correct. Jason. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero is correct.
3: Very nice gentleman. Anyone
4: know the fourth person who is... Chris Jericho. No,
1: incorrect. No, no, Jericho's never a United States champion. Well, he was in WWE. He was WWE. He just wasn't in mean, WWE. Scott, Kevin WCW. Owens at WrestleMania. I, I meant in WCW. Um, this
4: one kind of shocked me.
0: Bret Hart. Oh, oh that's yeah, right.
1: I
4: forgot <laughs>
0: about that. Yeah, because Bret had that he weird He had that weird shitty reign going into WrestleMania. That's right, where he, he beat did. The Miz, right? Yeah. That's right. All right. For all the marbles. So what's the current standings? Uh, are we all tied?
3: Be... I kind of don't want to know. Because I don't right. want to be pressured. No, yeah. I have to
0: perform under pressure, <laughs> motherfucker. All
4: right, Sal, Sal has 19. Jason and Ginger have 20. <sighs> Ark. There are six men who have won the United States Championship
3: five times. Name them. Go oh, first, Ginger. Sh- um, Between both companies? Correct. Five times? Five times. Five times. <sighs> I'm going to have to go with Book a Tea. I know that's wrong, but. That's incorrect.
4: So. Yep.
1: Benoit.
3: Correct. Yes.
4: Fuck. All tied up, Jason.
1: Say <laughs> big
0: show. <laughs> you can't give light. Like, Potential from my wise. old from my old wcw days it just feels this way so maybe i'm wrong but i'm gonna say lex luger that is
4: correct
3: ginger <sighs> oh this is where i lose this game five fucking times Who's been said again? My apologies. I'm not wasting time. I don't want to repeat.
4: Crispin and and Lex Luger have been said.
0: Five times. Alright, so at this point Sal's eliminated anyway, right? No, I'm not. No, nope. no he's tied okay. to Ginger.
4: If, if Ginger and Sal both get one correct and you get it wrong, then there would be one there would be two people left, and you guys will all be tied.
3: United States champion. Right. God damn. Oh. I know. Um. Answer, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, um, JBL. All right, Ginger loses. So. <laughs> yep, do it. Fuck. That really makes me mad. Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> right Incorrect.
4: Sal loses. Jason is our winner yet again. Could, Jason, can I make a guess anyway? Yes, you can. Was Sting one of them? Incorrect. Okay. Oh, thank okay, God. Okay. I was going to so
1: mad. I was going so to so,
4: say Sting. Jason wins with 21 points. Ginger and Sal type for second with 20. The remaining people. Ric Flair. Yes! Oh, oh yes. fuck.
1: I knew it.
4: Bret Hart. Really? That many times? That many times. John Cena.
0: Oh, oh, you know what? No! Fucker. You know what? Bret Hart did the back and forth with Diamond Dallas Page. That yes, he did. They swapped it like. Yeah, okay. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, how
1: about Page then?
0: Yeah. Nope. Page. No? Page wow. only had it
1: three times, I believe.
0: The last wow. person? Wahoo
1: McDaniel.
4: Oh, wow. Back I
1: would have. In the 70s, and they probably introduced the belt. I would have given all the so, points if that
4: would have
0: been. So. For those of y'all fuckers watching on this this Skype call, that's how you defend a fucking title.
4: That's right, that is.
0: Yeah,
1: by this <laughs> skinny
0: fucking that By me. one point, that that was, but you that, won. By a fucking inch or a mile, it don't it's fucking matter if you walk away with the gold.
3: Congratulations, sir. Thank you. All right, <laughs>
4: so we're going to go ahead and quickly give our uh, takeover predictions.
0: Oh, Jesus. Uh, Are we gonna hit the cu- the couple things left from the perfect time? Dude, it's
3: eleven o'clock already on my time. So can we just talk good. about ambrosia? Yeah, I, I have to be up in four and a half hours if you can for make a twelve-hour work shift. If you
1: can I, quick, I can you make can it. Talk about I can make it. I can make it very quick. That's so just, for any. For anybody who's unaware, Dean Ambrose was on Talk as Jericho this week. No, John Moxley was on Talk as Jericho. Okay. The artist formerly known as Dean Dean Ambrose, Moxley. So known, now known as John Moxley was on Talk as Jericho. And he gave a lot of insight into what his last few months were like at the WWE. And to be honest, it's worse than anything we could have ever fucking dreamed of. Because.
0: I'm saying the, it's exactly what we've been saying it was.
1: No, not to the level of micromanaging that I ever dreamed of. Where, where you know, things get approved and, and, and promos have to get rewritten and submitted and all like, you know, hours before the show. And then Vince comes out with a letter that's like, Dean needs to read his promos verbatim and stop changing things. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. And for all the shit on this show that we gave Dean Ambrose. Oh, he's so fucking hokey. He's coming out there with a cowboy hat. He's coming out there squirting mustard. None of it was fucking on him.
0: Bullshit. Bull no. No, hundred fucking, 100 fucking percent. Oh, Bullshit. Because you listened Bullshit. to the same interview I did, didn't you? Yeah, I absolutely did. And you know so what? I'm saying he's lying. You know what? I've seen. A, no, I'm not saying he's lying. I'm saying I've seen fucking better performers be able to get over despite getting shitty gimmicks like that. Not to that level. Bullshit. Name the last Santino time. fucking Morella got over doing some of the worst fucking gimmicks you've ever seen. Exactly You, right. have, you have actually said you hate Santino Morella. I five. hated him, but the motherfucker was over. our truth <laughs> and, Dean yeah. was,
1: and Dean was over as WWE champion.
4: Mm. Eh. Eh. I, I take a little I take a little umbrage with you saying that none of it was on Dean. Yeah, we exactly. we are we are only presented one side of the story. It's very difficult to say that everything Dean said was a hundred percent the truth, because you're only okay. getting his side of the story on things. Mm-hmm. Now we know how Vince can be. We know we
0: it's no we already know yeah. how things are backstage. I, that Vin's I take with the, yeah. I take umbrage with the fact that we're pretending like we had never heard that they rewrite things all yeah. the time. That there's last minute changes. This is all shit. We already knew, dude. This is nothing new. Right. And I, no
1: it, it's a further indictment to, to what Vince does to stifle the creativity in his own fucking company this is multiple now times that this has happened with a performer who has left WWE
4: so have you have you ever been so, entertained by WWE though
1: have I uh, ever been what
4: have you ever been entertained by WWE
1: yes I have been entertained by okay. WWE
4: so then it's, it's not 100% stifling there are things that you enjoy there are just things that you also don't enjoy and there, there every show. I,
1: I also made it a point to say today in the in the host thread that in the past few years the only things I've really enjoyed or the things I've most enjoyed from WWE were going back in the network and watching super old stuff or NXT. Okay. Because that's how bad the product's been recently. Okay.
4: I mean, if if you don't enjoy the current product, I mean, we you were,
0: understand. Yeah, so. we were just talking at WrestleMania about how much we actually enjoyed the show, but yeah. okay. Because, and the Kofi, the Kofi storyline right. and
4: because yeah. that Kofi storyline doesn't happen without Vince. Uh, yeah. That
1: Kofi storyline strobe- uh, happened almost in spite of Vince. The, the the he, to your still, point, he wanted happens. Owens in there. He yeah. wanted to make Kevin Owens versus
4: Daniel Bryan. All right, well, don't get worked into it. Don't, don't get worked into it, man. I mean, like, it, it still happened. It's still it's still Vince's decision. Vince can say Kofi's not in that match at all.
0: Vin, Vince could have Booker T'd Kofi. Yeah. So... Oh. If, we were all
1: fearing right up into the moment that he was going to.
4: Well, and that, and that's fine if you want to fear that, but what happened was he let it go on.
1: Okay, that, all right. And being
4: good. So not
1: every,
4: everyone takes a stance that like everything Vince does is terrible and everything that's good in the show is is somebody else's doing. But that's not true. There's a lot oh. of things that that Vince does that is good. There's a lot of things that Vince does that's bad. There's a lot of things that a performer comes up with that Vince has nothing to do with that are good. And a lot of things a performer comes up with that Vince doesn't have anything to do with that is bad. You know, we don't know because we're not there. And again, we're only getting Dean. We're we're only getting John's side of it, and that's difficult because you're you have somebody who can't defend themselves.
0: So just to catch up on the side, uh, Daniel Price uh, sent a bunch of yeah, sent a bunch of messages and and then retracted them. Maybe I don't know if they were answers to trivia. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Smathers says second place is just first loser, so fucking get used to that, (laughs) (laughs) Sal. Venric says he was over more before he was champion. That's That's sort of what Sal said. Uh, And he said that storyline fell into their laps, but it was well-booked when it happened. Um, And to Sal's point, we, we sit here and we bitch and we complain and we mock Chris Jericho for all of his... Well, I was in the room with Vince when I created Money in the Bank. Like, so we know that there's often guys who will step up and say oh it was me or it was Vince's fault and everything I said was on point and money and you know so but we know that's bullshit in some of those cases (laughs) but I don't know why so I don't know why we're we're assuming necessarily that everything Moxley let's, is saying.
4: Let's not forget that CM Punk did the same thing, and CM Punk was sitting there and going, "Oh well, it was my the Shield was my my idea, right. but I <laughs> wanted I wanted fat ass Cassy to be in there instead of Roman Reigns, and they wanted the Shield was great with Roman in it. He was part right. of it,
1: you know. And... But but that being said, what have we seen from Vince recently? Everything we've that seen... you see on the show is right. Through Vince. Right, we've we've <laughs> seen Usy Hot, we've seen. Braun Strowman have a WrestleMania program with two comedians and SNL. Mm-hmm. We've we've seen a lot of shit on me. TV presented to us. Right. So who am I going to believe? Seeing Kofi
0: see, Kingston have a meteoric rise through you saw, several great fucking um, gauntlet matches. Becky you Lincoln. yourself
1: on the show and said Kofi was an accident. So it see, was. was not anything that they? Planned.
0: But that decision was made eventually to go with it. Did you did you enjoy AJ Styles and Seth Rollins? because Vince yes. did that did you enjoy AJ Styles run on Smackdown because Vince did that did you enjoy the festival friendship
4: because Vince did
0: that well no no he didn't <laughs> you can't you, did you, you enjoy cannot. the wo- did you enjoy women getting to wrestle main event Wrestlemania
1: because Vince did that uh, did I enjoy the match no. Did I enjoy and the build? No, no so just the, really the overall said. aspect of that build event was, event, yeah. The build to that main event was fucking awful. We've talked about that on
0: this program. Right, but who made the decision to let women main event WrestleMania? That's a So for every is one good for, thing
1: Vince does, we get Uzi Hot.
0: This no. is the talk for Frank. Nobody. I don't care if you talk. Name me the fucking promoter or booker that bats a fucking thousand, dude. Everyone fucks up. Hey Sal, did, everyone Sal did,
4: did, did you enjoy did you enjoy that no. six women tag match that was on uh, that was on Double or Nothing? Because Cody did that. But,
1: but to <laughs> point, but to Troy's point, a few weeks ago, like when Vin, Vince doesn't just fuck up because Vince doesn't think he's fucking up. Vince thinks this shit is funny. Vince All is that fucking hokey sense. shit. Vince thinks is the greatest shit in the world.
0: Vince is complacent. There hasn't been anything that's forced him to reevaluate. Hmm.
4: We're not we're not saying that Vince is perfect, but we're also also not saying that Vince is the, the devil and everything that he does is terrible. We're saying that there's that people need to take people take one side or the other and it's not cut and dry like that.
1: But what I'm saying is there's multiple sides and there's multiple indictments on what Vince has been doing with the product. You go back to that Court Bauer interview in that transcript. You mean the
0: guy who got fired who? by Vince.
1: Well no no no. It wasn't him who was talking though. It was a writer who had who Kurt was Bauer, on this show. Who was fired. But this all correlates. All of it goes with, you know, everything yeah, in the... It said, correlates, said that everybody power. who
0: gets fired for failing at their job in the mm. company blames Vince for their failure. So right. you think Triple H is Dean not actually didn't frustrated? get over. Is Dean going to go on Jericho and say, Jesus, I didn't get over because I'm not as good as people think I am? No. Dean's going to find another fucking reason for him to have not gotten over. Meanwhile... Other guys within the same company who have had shitty gimmicks, who have had to do comedy shit, have managed to get over and stay at the top. Let's not.
4: Let's That's not, all I'm saying. Yeah, let's not also forget that that John the, sat there and said that, oh, Vince came to me with these different things. He came to me with these different things. So you mean to tell me that you guys settled on that. So you agreed to say those things. But you it, obviously there was a bigger conversation that was happening on certain items that you could have pushed back on certain things. And you decided, yeah, I'll do that.
1: Which like, brings up an interesting point. That when when he mentioned the Roman thing and he said that Vince wanted him to say something else. Because he was a heel. With Roman and Leukemia, something that would have gotten them thrown off the fucking air. That's Do you doubt that for one second that Vince hyperbole. wanted him to say that? That's
0: hyperbole. Uh, okay, have, maybe
1: a little z- bit, but he also but we also all cringe when he mentioned the cancel the week before. Yeah, Yeah.
0: But he's a hero. I, I cringe when they do business with Saudi Arabia, but... Yeah, absolutely. You
4: know, Randy Orton went out there and but said they, that Eddie's But their business
0: with Saudi Arabia isn't the reason Dean didn't fucking get no. over. I mean, we're, we're, you're, no, you're no, trying no, to draw no. everything every to equate to make this not Dean's fault that he didn't get over. It's Dean's fault that Dean didn't get over. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you, you know who had nothing to do with...
4: with there's an aspect of, of John... That Vince had nothing to do with. The in-ring work. And the in-ring work sucked. That's all on John.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. I will 100% give you that. And I <laughs> said that even on the blender. I said, listen, he's he's not, you know, kodobushi He's not going to go out there and have a six-star match with Kenny Omega next month. But he came but, up with the wacky line. This is, this is the same time we had this it, conversation. It, we are like, it, oh, he that. came up with the cowboy hat. He has his creative. He has his input.
4: You see, he was, so. He okay, so, so, so so. Vince was like, "Hey, I I got this move I want you to do. Where you where you like look like you're gonna fall the ropes, but then you come back and close." No,
3: John came up with would that. Would you really fucking so, doubt it? No, well, I do. He was well. He
0: was, he, he, was, just, well, he, was he was doing it before he got to WWE. So yeah. um, I
3: hate that fucking move. No, <laughs> but apparently John loves so, it. And
0: it's, guess what? Guess what? He's gonna use it the next time he faces somebody. I guarantee uh, so, it. Yes. so let me let me just point out two quick things here. Um, first off, we have heard in, uh, enough interviews with John Cena at this point who has told us that he, some of his decisions in terms of like his, his rapper gimmick, he was going to get fired if that shit didn't work because Vince didn't know about it. He just went out and fucking did it because he believed in it. He took a chance on himself and it paid off. So if Dean really didn't believe in the fucking creative and really believed he fucking knew what happened, then it's on him that he didn't take the same approach. Second off, the thing that's going to help him get over in AEW is that company has room for him to be Stone Cold. He was never going to be able to be Stone Cold in a company where Stone Cold had already been Stone Cold. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he can be that sort of character in AEW, because AEW's never had that sort of character. If he does that same character in WWE, he's just going to be a knockoff of Stone Cold. Okay. He had to be something different from that. To that...
1: Okay. He talked about in the interview about, you know, he feels free. He feels he can be creative for the first time. And it's not just him. I'm sure there's a lot of other guys. When they leave WWE, they feel like that, too. Right. Right. So, as a wrestling fan,
0: yeah, how many of those guys have succeeded once they got that creative freedom?
1: Cody did.
0: That's Cody the first did one that comes he, to mind. Oh, Cody what did guy? because Hold on, hold on, hold on, but let me even let me even tear that down a little bit because Cody did because he latched on to one of the hottest things in independent wrestling at the time in the Bullet Club.
1: No, 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 the list Cody was doing it with the list before he got to New Japan with the Bullet Club.
0: Sure, and there were plenty of people that had a list, and they were hot when they first got released, and then nobody fucking remembered them as shortly after that. Aaron the Jim McIntyre
1: was great on the Indies. John he reinvented Morrison. himself. John Morrison became champion everywhere he went. Still. Yeah, Austin Aries became
0: champion everywhere he went, too, but well, didn't no. make any fucking impact nationally. Because well, he's but a piece a of shit. <laughs> John Morrison hasn't made any impact nationally since he left. He's made some shitty straight to DVD movies and and won an Impact title. Can he, oh.
1: he was Lucha Underground champion. He yeah, how's champion A. yeah, how's that show Yeah, I going? mean it ran successfully for four seasons, right? Successfully.
0: Like successfully. Uh, you, so it ran successfully because of John because of John Morrison. Uh, no, I think he got found
1: success with that. Yep. No, how's, no.
0: How's Damien Sandow
1: doing? No, he he didn't do anything. Damien Sandow didn't do shit. I'll give you that one.
0: I mean, we can run through the list of guys who didn't do shit, but we'll be here all night. I think that's sort of the
1: point. All I'm saying is that I'm I'm excited when guys do leave. How's PJ Black doing? Because I don't see fucking shit. Dude, how's the revival doing? They're still employed. Barely. They, they were, were in backstage segments this week. How about that awesomely hot feud with the Usos? Oh, wait, now they're just fucking in uh, barbecue segments. that's great. going on. Awesome. I was building towards it.
0: But, 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 Sal, but, 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 two but, 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 weeks ago, <laughs> when they got in the ring, the in-ring match was fucking fantastic. It was
1: buried at, like, 9.30 on Raw. Like, who gives a shit? Nobody but talked it was, about it. Nobody
0: cared. But, but it was but, aired. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah, and it was, was aired. Funny, which... Is not something we'll say right down? Down? any of Ambrose's matches. <laughs> He's tag team
4: champion. <laughs> How's the how tag team champions going? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's Kurt Dawkins doing,
4: huh? How's Kurt doing? Because, uh, oh, one yeah, of but no, it's everything's fine for Kurt Dawkins. has been booked and, the entire time, but the other team has right. not been booked.
1: There you go. But you know, but they're doing great because they're on TV. Yeah, Kurt Hawkins and fucking rivals doing great. They're, trying, they're
0: getting lots of money. Do you think Do you think Kurt Hawkins would rather be a champion and on TV in WWE or back where he was two years ago, working fucking bingo halls for thirty bucks and a hot dog and a handy? Where do you think he's happier? I don't know. It's up to him.
1: That's up to him, man. It
0: I guess we'll find out when his like contract comes out. Because he
1: came back. <laughs> yeah. And you, Troy, you're the same guy who was like, yeah. oh, Sasha was upset and she quit the company and blah, 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 blah. And now you're sitting here going, oh, well, everybody needs WWE because they pay you more money and this, that, and the other thing and they're no, happier and they get on no, no, TV. No, no, no. no. Hawkins,
0: Hawkins left. He got his up. creative freedom. He, he realized that. the grass wasn't fucking greener. And guess what? First chance he got, he came back. The Hardys left. They got their creative freedom in TNA, and then what happened? They came back, and they got their money. The Hardys were the
1: hottest thing in the Indies when they came
3: back. So Matt Riddle is
4: taking on Roderick Strong on NXT. Oh, yeah. Please, God. Uh, So Adam has chosen Matt Riddle to go over Roderick Strong. I have also taken Matt Riddle (laughs) to go over Roderick Strong. Jason, who do you got in this match?
0: Uh, I'm going to go... With Roderick Strong. It seems like they're really pushing the Undisputed Era right now.
3: Alright, Sal, who you got?
0: Roddy Strong.
3: Ginger. I'm going Riddle. They're not going to make him job to take over in a row.
0: I feel so much better now that Ginger picked Riddle. (laughs) I wasn't
4: trying trying to cut you off, man, but it's 11.30 at night and this conversation's going nowhere. We have a ladder match for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championships. The Undisputed Era, Street Profits, Forgotten Sons, and Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. Are going at it. Uh, Adam has chosen undisputed era. They don't win. Uh, I chose Street Profits. Uh, Ginger, who you got?
3: Uh, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna go undisputed. Yeah, well, that's why
4: I'm glad I chose the Street Profits. Sal,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go undisputed.
0: I think they do get that uh, draped in gold moment. We'll see, Jason. Uh, uh, I would love for it to be the Street Profits, but. The old-school wrestling guy in me knows that there's always more money in the face chasing, so for that to be true, Undisputed Era needs to win this match. Right.
3: By the Tricks way, on everybody. The hope going
4: to win. The I hope, just to let you know, if the Street Profits win, I will do the entire show next next week with just my dick in the camera. Uh
0: yeah. NXT it NXT in here WWE. first,
3: folks. <laughs>
1: We made it to uh, 400. We're not gonna make it through 401. Right.
0: Velveteen... Well, after our last milestone episode, Adam quit. So I'm looking forward to the Facebook <laughs> post to find out who's leaving the show tonight. Yeah, probably Sal.
4: Uh, <laughs> Velveteen, Dream, Velveteen Dream defends the North American Championship against <laughs> newly minted NXT talent Tyler Breeze. By the way, uh, that is official. He is officially moved to NXT full time.
3: Good. Um,
4: me and Adam have both chosen Velveteen Dream to go over. Uh, Jason, who you got?
0: I don't know that you bring Tyler Breeze back and don't put him over in this spot. Like, if you if he loses here, then where do you go with him from there? Uh, I think there could be money in a rematch between the two, and I think it's very possible Velveteen Dream's on the verge of a call-up. So I'm going to say Tyler Breeze gets the belt.
4: Right. Well, I mean, the only place he can go now is, I guess, Florida Championship Wrestling.
0: So! <laughs> He'd have more creative freedom, so.
1: So. So... so Jason, I gotta say, you actually swayed me because I was gonna go with Dream, but no, I, I, you got a point. Tyler Breeze.
3: Ginger. Yeah? I'm Tyler Breeze? Oh, now you did it.
0: Uh, the yeah, talk, I
3: like <laughs> now you
4: did it. Now you do did it. NXT Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler defends against Io Shirai. Uh, me and Adam have gone with Io. Ginger, who you got?
3: I swear to God, if Shayna Baszler fucking wins, I'm gonna smash my 60-fucking-inch TV. I'm going EO. Alright. So
1: Feel bad for
0: your T V. Shana's retaining it.
3: <laughs> it's got insurance. Jason.
0: I swear to god if Shana doesn't lose his fucking title, I'm gonna smash my sixty inch cock. No. Um <laughs> I think Shana's winning because I think we're we've already seen that, that Candice is the next one for Shayna, so There it is.
4: We are we are inching towards
0: uh Asuka territory with Shayna though, which is not a good thing. Uh, I, I've always said. I've said from day one. I think Candice is the one to take the title off of her.
1: Yep, I totally agree.
0: Probably should be in this match. Uh, the NXT. Well, championship. She, she's now in the corner of Io Shirai, so right. she,
1: they've they are setting it up her and
0: positioned her into this situation. Yeah. Uh, NXT
4: Championship Johnny Gargano defends against Adam Cole Bebe. Uh, me and Adam have both gone with Adam Cole Bebe being the new NXT champion. Uh, Jason.
0: As much as I dislike the notion that Gargano will now have lost both titles in his first defense, his first major defense of them, uh, I think it's, yeah, I think Adam Cole, and I think Gargano's Maybe. on the verge of a call-up, so. so.
1: Yeah, I hate that Johnny Gargano's going to become the new Sasha Banks, but, yeah, he's not going to defend that title. It's going to be Adam Cole.
0: Ginger?
3: I'm going to go opposite everybody. I'm going Gargano.
0: So we're definitely locked in at Cole's <laughs> yep. win.
3: Yep. hey hey, uh, excuse me the past two pay-per-views i've tied for first place on um, the guesses he does have
0: you there um just to get caught up on the side real quick because we did tell people we read their shit uh john said the problem with the current stuff is that most of it is reactionary there are some good things and a lot of bad things uh but none of it feels like it's part of the long-term plan that's a fair point uh that move would have been awful if it had happened if it happened very rarely, I don't know what it was to refer to at that point, uh, said it felt like he was running out the clock by the end of his WWE run, and they would never let the clock end, because they just kept fucking <laughs> Yeah, uh,
1: And he said that, too.
0: I feel like there's a middle ground in his Dean thing that these arguments never seem to address. I'd be curious what he thinks that middle ground is. Uh, I-, I believe I was the one saying there was a middle ground, that it's not all Vince, and it's not... But but Dean needs to take some blame for it. Uh, Smathers wants to know who gives the handy, and that's so <laughs> Smathers. Not uh, oh, Ginger. Ginger, says, uh, <laughs> I Ginger like, volunteered. I love that check, Smathers, check has,
4: Smathers. has one comment this entire like, <laughs> three-hour
3: show. <laughs> uh,
0: you can check out uh, Ginger's Twitter address if you're interested in that handy later. Smathers. Uh, John. You already followed me. John says riddle and the prophet so far. Yeah, uh, th- me. Dream, though he wouldn't hate seeing Breeze win it, uh, Shayna has to lose the thing eventually, and that Cole wins via shenanigans.
4: Evil shenanigans. So, and then
0: shenanigans. Smathers is going to slide into Ginger's DMs. So. Now we know what Ginger's doing the rest of the night.
4: <laughs> that does it for the
0: rundown for this Thursday, May 30th,
4: 2019. Please rate us five stars and review, and we'll read the reviews on air. You can follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Wrestling. Email us, show your dick pics via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Go to instagram.com slash wrestling, youtube.com slash Wrestling. You can leave us a voicemail like Adam said he was going to do, and then remember that he was going to do it, and then still never did it. At 617-863-6967. That's 61Rundown7. We are on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com. Such Rundown Wrestling to become a patron. All patrons will receive early access to shows on the Rundown feed as well. This is swag and original content, such as Burning Sensation that just dropped, second episode, uh, as well as Blue Fist, me and Ginger, and uh, maybe something new coming from Ginger soon. You can check out our website, RundownWrestling.com, for information on all of our other great shows, such as the Nitro Media Podcast, Hurry Up and Cruiser Making a Great, NXT Revisited, Twat Magic, and WrestleMania Salvation, which should be coming out next week, right? Yeah! (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You can also go over there right now and vote on our hottest male talent tournament. You can listen to our friends Brawler, Brian Malonis, and Mike Crockett on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with new podcasts every Monday. Go to Facebook.com, search the WPN or the WPAN. You know who doesn't have an issue with having to move around their show? The WPAN because they don't talk about WWE. Check out our friends, Justin Michaels on his show, Yesselin Waltz. Go to yesselinwaltz.com or watch on our Roku through the RNTV app or the 24 7 Retro app. You can follow our host on Twitter at jsteward0920, at rockstar troy, at WrestleMania Sal, at the Silzer Effect. At Realist Tommy at Johnny Analog. You can slide on over and get a handy from Ginger at Ginger19876. <laughs> at Hurry Up at Hurry Up Cruiser and act Nicolette Digitally. underscore Shea. I don't know who that is. Thanks. I know Nicolette
3: Sheridan?
4: I don't know. I know Nicolette Sheridan. I don't know Nicolette Shea.
3: Oh. Hey. Oh, Nicolette Shea. Yeah. Shea? Shea. Shea. No, it's Shea. Shea? Is it Shea? yeah I thought it was Shea. No, uh, it's Shea. Ooh. Shea,
4: like Shea Stadium. I'm sure she shakes. Uh, Thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks to you, Jason. Thanks. To Sal. Thanks. And
3: Roger. I'm tired, thanks.
4: Thanks, Jason, for our theme song. And next week, we continue to pledge ourselves to pictures of beautiful men. Adam Wells.
0: We're not going to wish Sal the best of luck on his future endeavors with Anchor.
1: Well, you we, fucking fire me for having a point of view? What the
0: fuck? Now, you now that he's got, we, we just figured he we just figured we'd help you get your creative freedom, Sam. So, oh, you so. fucking asshole! It so would you have run
1: down if me and Jason didn't fight on the episode. Okay. You, you,
0: you can come up with all these great ideas we've been preventing you from having. Good night, guys. Good night, Peace. <laughs> so I guess that means we will see you next Thursday.
2: Bye, bye.
3: All right. Thank God.
4: If you're interested in having your podcast join the network, email us at brendanwrestling at gmail.com for more information. And thank you for listening.